1: Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience.
2: Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were gonna use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail
0: you the bub timer.
2: Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can.
3: Notice I
4: closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard.
1: Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio
5: that brings expert brewers together with. Well,
1: expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session.
0: Hey, everybody. It's the session. That's what you're listening to. That's what you clicked on on the old podcast player. Uh, And if you're tuning in live, uh, you know, no more surf music for you. You get to talk beer for three hours with us.
5: It's too late now, you can't change it
0: You can't change it you can't there's, stop it There's no going back Can't stop, won't stop, as a matter of fact Is what the kids say these days Oh, is that what they're saying? Still Okay Yeah, actually I think it's Hey, old man, stop it Is what they're saying Oh Yeah Hey, Uncle Jim <laughs> Stop it <laughs> Well, you know uh, Yeah, you're not cool Stop trying to be cool Like, I was, I feel that way Like, I'm riding around in my, uh, in my car Listening to trap beats Uh-huh I'm, like, big on, like, uh, you know Young Dolph Who cares I don't know Little Uzi Vert I don't care Doesn't matter Are those beats uh, What are those Well they're people Oh Who say Things over beats I don't actually know Who okay. makes the so, beats So rappers Somebody Yeah do you playing?
6: hear that Yeah Tasty you're Thief? You're,
0: no. you're That's you buddy Daisy <laughs> got the blues playing he's yeah, so sad his phone is crying for him is that little wheezy he's got the blue um, <laughs> mama wheezy speaking Weezy over whatever. some fat beats <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's alright phone technology technology man it sucks yeah was it playing the whole because you were here for a little bit before was no, it playing in the, it, in the no, bar it
6: yeah I was playing in my car And when yeah. I turn off the car it's supposed to shut off it
0: didn't yeah. huh stupid yeah, that's all right. Now we know what you jam to, man. I listen man. to the blues. Yeah. yeah, I got the blues so bad. Very much. Anyway, so I'm cruising around, and got fat beat pumping in my in of my course. trunk, and yeah. every time I like pull up next to anybody. You know, outside of my age range in the lower quadrants. Okay. I turn it down because I feel like I'm trying to be the cool old man now. Oh, and they're
5: judging you so hard. I think
2: that
0: they are, wait, yeah. Wait. I'm like, oh, shit. Wait, you don't want them to know that you're that cool? Well, I, I... Okay. So I want them to know that I'm cool because I'm playing it. So I leave it up Genuinely. just so they can hear the song, but I don't want to be like, oh, here's fucking grandpa beatbox over here. Uh, you know, how's fucking cool in the game, grandpa? Uh, you know, like, like trying to... Try too hard to be cool. Okay, you know what I mean. Right, you don't want
5: them to think that you're having to listen so loud because your hearing aid battery died. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: right. You know, look, and I got a, a, a car that happened to come with a subwoofer. I didn't put it in. Oh. It just happened to be, you know, it wasn't an upgrade package, it just is sure. de- right. delivered yes. the way that
6: it is delivered. Definitely.
0: It is an upgrade package, but I didn't choose it. No, Okay. of course. Um, it wasn't like you're really having a midlife so, crisis. So you, right. you have it's the It's not convertible, for God's sakes. Yeah. yeah, right. It's just a sunroof. It's fine. Oh, okay. It's a
4: glorified minivan.
0: That's true. It's a fancy Honda. It's a fancy Honda. It
5: is fancy a fancy Honda. Yeah, well, that's true. And so now the license plate
0: rattles. Did you put some anti-seize or some
5: Loctite <laughs> on the bolts yeah. so that way your license plate doesn't uh, rattle off?
0: You no. Know, um... Uh, i don't have my license plates yet I had to call uh, the DMV I had to call oh. the DMV today and so I was on I was on like going through their phone tree and okay. they 're like uh, you can either hold for fifty seven minutes or we'll call you back <laughs> at okay. least it 's not any faster than being there in person I feel <laughs> right. like that would be cheating yeah so yeah. i 'm like okay well let 's try this callback thing and they called back like within the hour and the, <laughs> yeah the lady was very pleasant and oh. she was like, yeah and so she was like, yeah you got to call the dealer because they haven 't finished the transition yet they mm. they filed the payment but they didn't actually send in any of the paperwork i'm like oh that's really cool <laughs> thanks yeah so uh now i have to like wait there but it's like 60 days and they're like you, usually your plates and your reg should be there within like 45 days and right. so now do you have to go to the dmv to get an extension on your not, temporary not yet because i still have the temporary is good for like another like three weeks or something okay like you
2: should go over the bridge as many times as you can
0: <laughs> yeah go for free I'll be the guy that like the cop decides to finally go chase like oh great here we go this is me cuz you'll be blasting those sick beats. Dude, I you got to represent. If you look, if you come into my trap unannounced, you're going to get blasted, right? Uh, that's normal. What? You okay, Beth?
3: Oh no, I just forgot to tell you something. I'll
2: tell
4: you later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible
2: radio. Cool. But it's, not, it, <laughs> yeah. it's
5: a
4: total Whoa. tangent yeah. Yeah. story. It's, so, so, it.
1: it's
0: going to be a great show tonight. Find out what Bev <laughs> wants to say after the break. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we have a rad show for you. We have Insight Brewing Company from Minneapolis. Minnesota, And we're going to speak to Alon, who uh, is the brewer and the president, and uh, he does a whole bunch of other stuff there. We're going to talk to him about it. But, uh, Warren, I'm checking out these beer names, and I'm pretty positive these guys are role players. Like uh, Dungeons & Dragons, like tabletop role-playing. Maybe they're LARPers. I don't know. So we'll get to talk some shop. I think so. Okay. I think so. I really want uh, just to see what, how many twenty sided he has. If he, right. if he uses a hundred sided, I've never yeah. been able to use it yet in combat, so I don't know if w- you can actually use w- it or not. What his thoughts are on fifth edition? I would love to see that. Yeah. When we're going to go remote at some
5: point.
2: Literally, shut up.
0: Oh, that's too bad. Oh, is that what you wanted to say earlier? That's yeah. Water on that. No. Oh. Yeah, Bev's real. Uh, she's she'll get after you today. She's not so anger. watch. Yeah, oh. she has a lot of things going on right now. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but uh, <laughs> she's been feisty all friggin' day. All right. right.
4: Bruce best
0: Got her panties in a bunch <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah You know those Big old grandma panties In a
6: bunch Bruce, <laughs> <Big old> yeah. <laughs> I don't know Whatever. Don't laugh
4: tasty Come
6: uh, on Sorry I, I have good Visual k- k- Stop skills Stop it <laughs> uh, How do you get those up I don't know I'm still looking, Wait
5: That's why she's so angry <laughs> Roll And we're done <laughs> That's
1: why so I, I got these big panties And I can't keep back. them up They won't stay on God,
0: Stop uh, Why? Am I not talking about you necessarily Just people Well I did no, say we're you We're talking yeah. about gravity Yeah no you did People like Beverly How do they keep their Their grandma Whatever We should ask somebody Yeah I mean check this out Like in the halls of the sunken city Now if that's not a fucking hmm. D&D reference yeah. I don't know what it is Some An obstruction on the tol- On the troll way The garden of the hell chicken I mean come on Hell chicken Yeah Taming the Devil's Companion.
5: (laughs) I feel like that's a... (laughs) Not the devil himself, just the companion. just the companion, right. Well, you gotta start somewhere. Well,
0: if they're devil or devil-related creatures, I can talk to them. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Only if your character class is right. That's true. Uh, Anyway, if they don't have a beer called Chaotic Neutral, I don't know what the Mm. fuck to do now. (laughs) Anyway, Alon's gonna talk to us, uh, and we're gonna have some good time. We're gonna drink some beers. They have a couple IPAs. Apparently, they do some East versus West... Kind of thing where they brew an East Coast IPA and a West Coast IPA, like one of the cloudy things, Oh, uh um, and then see whatever anybody... Anyway, so they sent us one of each, so we're going to try Uh another uh, New England-style IPA. Yeah, another
6: cloudy beer. Look at that. Another cloudy
0: beer. But uh, 1st open open-minded. Right. uh, Thanks to More Beer, our fine show sponsor, brings you this and every session. Go to morebeer.com and get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home. They got everything. They got it all. That's where I shop. Exclusively, so if you're yeah. in the Concord era, you might see me. You know, get my own grain. I don't know. Right. And if you're lucky, he won't be there. If you're hey, that's not. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> I, I meant that backwards. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I'm not above working. Okay, I'm not above getting my own grain. Okay, oh, no, I am. Oh, you are. When I'm <laughs>
6: there. The whole staff has to work for me. Oh, yeah.
0: you just stand at the counter. All, one All two the of them.
6: And the other guy looking for stuff. You know, one in the back. <laughs>
0: Do they now do they do it because they know you or do they do it because no, they don't they want to tell to, you? No, I, I don't
6: anymore. I used to I used to be at
0: that. Okay, yeah. yeah. They'd, because, they'd, they'd offer because I would go, like, hey, can you can you get this? And then they would, in my mind, or at least when I was running the counter way back, when they, oh, we, you know, you have this and this, and you know, I need this grain and this grain. Sure. And then I would go, sure, I'll show you exactly how to do it. And you kind of like teach them uh, how to uh, do it. Yes, but um, you know, it's pretty good if you can do work for you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I do it myself. I like that. Jeez. Um If you want to support us, you go to uh, our website link, or not our website link, but our webpage, thebrewingnetwork.com, uh, uh, minus the uh, and uh, click the Amazon link. You can do all your Amazon shopping there. Uh, if you want to get a cool green suit for St. Patrick's Day, you can do that through our Amazon link, and it right. supports us. We get a little kickback from Amazon there. It doesn't cost you anything, of course. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Also, pay attention to the show tonight, to all of our live reads and all of our sponsors, because they are the ones who actually bring you these shows, so you guys don't have to pay per episode, and, of course, all of our live donors, but we'll talk about you guys later. Um, you know, uh, shop at these uh, these uh, establishments, man. They they, they they have a lot of good stuff. They have a lot of good equipment, ingredients, knowledge, mm-hmm. services, rendering for you uh, and then it keeps us on the air, and it's it's a win win. So without you guys, they won't keep us on the air. You know, what I just
5: bought a really expensive camera through the Amazon link. Oh, really? On the BN page. I'm kind of curious to see how much how much you gets kicked back to the
0: BN for that. We should have a thing where like if we buy something for ourselves, which of course we shouldn't. Hypothetically, right, because I work for the B, and so I can't do it. But if I were to do it, oh. uh, I should get a cut of that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, since I don't, you should get the cut. Right. Yeah. And then oh, give it to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's not. Then I pay the taxes on it. Oh, that's okay. fucked up. Hmm. Maybe I'll buy you like a beer okay. with it. That seems fair.
6: Well, a tax on money is better than no money. I mean, that's true. Way.
0: That's how <laughs> I look at it. A tax on money is better than no money. That's absolutely true. Yeah, hmm. absolutely yeah but if true. you don't
5: make any money, you don't pay any taxes. <laughs> oh, that's the
6: thing of beauty there. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the thing of beauty <laughs> there. Yeah, <Damn>. think about <laughs> that. That's slick.
0: Six of one,
6: half yeah, dozen yeah. of the other. It's hard to, say. Hard yeah, to pick.
0: Yeah, it is hard to pick. Uh, <clears throat> so, okay, uh, let's talk national homebrewers competition real fast. So I had my beers, right? <laughs> yes. Right. I mean, we tried our my we beers did. last time. Yeah. Uh, the shipping deadline was March 8th. They had to arrive at their destinations by the 8th. Okay. Okay. Um, So I mailed my, you know, invitation or my invitations, my entries in, and I get a lot of uh, Dr. Homebrew entries at my house anyway. So I already had the perfect box Mm. with all of the the fucking bubble wrap and all of the things, right? As you should. Yeah. So I'm like, this is going to be great. Throw it in there. Track it online on the 8th. They said, uh, undeliverable as addressed will oh. return to you if we do not get more information and I'm going what the f-? so on the deadline The on the deadline because I'm like okay. look I'm like pretty much I've been listening to this show for you know 11 12 years or whatever um, oh you listen to by, it afterwards by proxy I'm here oh. you know oh, Okay. Uh, and yeah and, and a <laughs> lot of people have said you know try to space out your shipping or your brewing so you can ship and get it delivered at least uh, on you know, the day before the deadline you don't. Yeah. there's no point in getting there on the first right. day that they're due right because then there's sitting wherever yes and they're that less fresh right mm-hmm. um. So I'm panicking. And so I email, like, I get on the website, on the uh, AHA website, and it says, you know, for your region, this is where your, your beer should be delivered, and, and here's the contact people on site. So I email, like, three of the four dudes, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you guys got to help me out. I tracked it. It's just, for some reason, I used the, the, um, the address that was provided for me on the website, mm-hmm. but it's just whatever. And, uh, you know, can I drive them up? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. It's in Sacramento. It's at uh, the old Hangtown Brewery, which I'd never been to. I was like, oh, okay. I'll bring him up. The guy's like, uh, actually, was, uh, Mike is one of the guys. He, was, uh, yeah, he works at Pico mm-hmm. Brew. Okay. And we met him up uh, when sure. we went to Seattle last year, a year before, or whatever. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, he's like, yeah, but the brewery's only open from 4 to 9 p.m. <laughs> I'm going, oh, mm. God, to drive up to Sacramento at four, yeah. uh, to be there by 4 o'clock. You're leaving here by 2.30. Right. That's not a dream. No. Uh, and especially coming back. No. No, not but at all. Did, so, did you have the beers returned to you? No, so I was like, okay, look, I'll wait, and then uh, if I don't, if if they don't get delivered on Friday, I'll just drive them up there on Saturday because the 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 tracking said we're going to try to deliver them, but if we can't find out more information about this place, we're going to send them back to oh. you. So I I happened to track them Friday night, and they were delivered. Oh, they were delivered. Yeah, so I was really excited about that, but I was scared, and I didn't know what to do. Because I didn't want to drive for four and a half hours just to drop right. off, you know, round trip, right? To but, drop off beer and, and yeah. whatever, and then they were going to have me sort. And I don't want to sort beer. That was
5: after oh, the you're... deadline, though, right?
0: Yeah, it was after the uh, deadline, no, so they were really pretty... cool about no, it. So you're disqualified. So I'm disqualified. <laughs> and if I win, anybody else who entered in Sacramento region, <laughs> yeah. in my area, um, for my two my two beers, you can you can bitch him. Yeah, me.
5: there's an asterisk. There's going to your be win. should be next to your win,
0: right? Um, no, they don't disqualify. for that. No, but they're judging uh, on in April, April seventh or in an eighth, and I yeah. thought that's a long way away. Mm. Yeah, uh, and I guess I kind of forgot that in my brewing, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I mean, how do you plan for that? I, I guess you just. Ooh. I mean, you, those IPAs, you've got challenges. That's the yeah, challenge of right, brewing yeah. for
6: competition is the delay.
0: That was yeah. crazy.
6: Time you got to wait for the uh, IPA to mature. Right. <laughs> I mean, really, basically, yeah. it's beers like that you want to take out of the. You know. F- you know, come to like their. Out of the fermenter, like two days before you want to mail it, mm. so you can carve it up and send it. You know? Right. Yeah. That's the way to do it. So, uh, I, I told
0: them I'd plug some uh, some judging information for them because they were so nice to, oh, to, sure. to yeah, you know, be you willing to let me squeak in after the deadline. <laughs> oh, yeah. An act uh, of God. It was an act of God, Tasty, yeah. I tell you what. So, uh, they, they let you. Yeah. So, they sent me this. Uh, the American Homebrew Association National Homebrew Competition First Round Sacramento Judging Sessions we will be held April 7th and 8th, an evening session on Friday, April 7th, and sessions all day on Saturday the 8th. If you're a BJCP-ranked judge and located in North Northern California, Oregon, or Nevada, Uh, sorry, uh, Washington, please remember to sign up now at BrewingCompetition.com. Almost 800 entries will be judged at the Sacramento site. God. Uh, Comp organizers and judge coordinators rely upon you to sign up early so they can get accurate headcount and plan accordingly. Um, uh, It's the largest homebrew competition in the world, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, we all know that. So, anyways, uh, if you guys want to judge, if you're in the area, if you're in Norcal, uh, Oregon or Nevada, go to brewingcompetition.com. Please be one of the good guys. We need you to judge these beers because uh, judging panels, man, it's tough. It, you know, I, I my first two, I was like, I can't do this. I can't. I get so fatigued, man. Um, but uh, it's it's tough work. But uh, we, we we need you guys. So if you, if you wouldn't mind, please brewingcompetition.com. Help us out. Help the NHC out. And uh, you know, advance my beers. That's pretty much all I'm saying. So That's the first that's the most first. important thing to remember. <laughs> right. And then and then it's helping everybody else out. Right. Help JP out first. Yes. Then maybe everybody else out if you have time. Right. Because it's hard. Right. Make sure his score sheet gets filled out
5: completely and thoroughly. <laughs> yeah. And then you can just jot down little notes for everybody else. Well <laughs> Right, right. Why wouldn't you do that for me, Warren? <laughs> I would. Thank you. If I if I ever judged a competition,
0: Well, that's true. That's true. Hey, anyway, we went to uh, your brewery the other day. We went, went yes, down we to did. Loma. That was fun. Yeah, you got some some
5: decent beers there. Yeah, uh, I mean you tried most of them already. Yeah, but yeah, you, <laughs> you got yeah, to try the food. Got to try the food. Yeah, uh,
0: but it was. Uh, and you were asking me like, how how did the beers you know taste on tab versus in the in the in the The Growler, which is unique for me because it's, you know, unless you're going to the source like that, obviously, um, you don't really get to try that, especially like on the show where we have a lot of guest beers. It's usually in the Growler or whatever, and we have no alternative to taste it on the tap. But it is very different. I I guess I I forget that having, you know. Mm -hmm. Relying on 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 beers either here that come in growlers or beers at the source like going to the rare barrel or whatever right. where you don't really drink it out of a different a different vessel.
5: Yeah, unfortunately, each time you package a beer, <laughs> you're exposing it to things that yeah. aren't going to help its flavor necessarily. So yeah, um, I guess that's one thing we should keep in mind when we're <laughs> tasting beer.
0: That's true.
5: But uh, that's uh, true. Yeah, you kind of have been doing it backwards. You're tasting growlers. I have, I have warm, been doing it backwards. Warm, kind of flat growlers. Now what? you finally got to taste it <laughs> yeah. cold out of the tap.
0: It was good. Have you been down there yet, Tasty? Been, I have not. To, it's to
5: on my Los radar, though. Yeah? yeah.
0: Do
5: you, do you, I'm down
6: that way, I'm going to go. You get down yeah. in South Bay often? No, I don't. That's no. yeah. <laughs> right. It's far away. It is. It's a lot. long ways away. <laughs> well, more <laughs> have to be like uh, traveling to another state than I am down there.
0: Poor Warren has to drive it all the i where I am down in South
6: Bay. Uh,
0: speaking of NHC, uh, the in- uh, registration is open right now for HomebrewCon. Go to homebrewcon.org. Um, tickets are on sale now. It's the 39th annual National Homebrewers Conference, uh, otherwise known as HomebrewCon. Join your homebrewing comrades this June 15th through 17th in Minneapolis, the city of lakes. I did not, I did not that know that. Is that name? The city of lakes. Huh. Minnesota, comma, the city of lakes. Wait. Minneapolis. Minneapolis, comma, the city of lakes. Did I say Minnesota? Yeah. All right, well, I'm stupid. It must be
6: the state of lakes as well. well
0: it's, yeah. yeah, the land of 10,000 lakes. But what county oh. is it, and is it the county of lakes? Because it needs
5: oh, to be, con- I need no, no, consistency all the way through. Minneapolis is a city. I believe it's in Hennepin County? I don't know. Go away.
0: I didn't ever live there. How am I supposed to know? I don't know either. Uh, Three unforgettable days of learning, camaraderie, and delicious beer. Space is limited, of course, so be sure to register now at homebrewcon.org. Check them out. Okay, we're going to take a break here, everybody. When we come back, we're going to be speaking with Alon from Insight Brewing, uh, also located in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis, the city of lakes. It's the session. Hang on. We'll be right back.
2: Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Are you a member of the White Labs Customer Club? If not, you should be. It's the easiest way to earn free stuff for turning in your old homebrew labels from either vials or pure pitch. All you have to do is save your labels and redeem them for things like free yeast, an exclusive White Labs T-shirt or sweatshirt, and even the opportunity to brew with the Yeast Man himself, Chris White. Signing up is easy. Just go to whitelabs.com slash customer club, fill out the registration form, and then mail in your labels. They will return the favor by sending you awesome White Labs swag. Go sign up today at whitelabs.com slash customer club. White Labs, pure yeast and fermentation since 1995.
1: Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz the forum the learning center and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest more beer catalog more beer bringing you absolutely everything for beer making
2: This is Corey King from Side Project Brewing, and you're listening to the session on The Brewing Network.
5: All, you, on the and in the sky.
0: all right. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. It's the session. And uh, I realized I forgot to do feedback. Uh, so let's do some feedback because it's not really long. All right. All right. And I think that'll be fine. Then we got to do the Twitter game because we're doing so well. Because we're doing so well, we're speed uh, speed showing. We got the, the the I don't know whatever. Actually, do the Twitter game first. Oh, Lauren. what, please? Uh, well, the Twitter is game brought to us by is brought to you. It's brought to us. By uh, Beer Law Center. You can go to BeerLawCenter.com. John over there handles everything, and uh, he's a good dude. He protects trademarks. So if you have a trademark you need protection from, or for, rather, uh, or if you have one you want to file. <laughs> Protect uh, me from my trademark. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, you know, if you're doing any brewery paperwork or whatever, anything like that, if you're opening a, a, a brewery or a winery or whatever, uh, hit John up. John uh, JohnBeerLawCenter.com. And, uh, you know, he'll try to help you out. He's a good dude. Handsome guy, too. Of course, wears glasses, so be careful about yeah. that. But anything else? Don't hit hit about him too him, hard. He's fine. He's all right. <laughs> uh, okay, what's the Twitter game? What all right. Well,
5: um, since St. Patrick's Day is this coming Friday, um, it, it made me think about um, when one or all of us are not here living anymore. Okay. I'm assuming one of us will probably have a good chance of being canonized. So I'm wondering oh, oh, yeah. which one of us will become a saint and what will be the patron saint of.
0: Okay. That's pretty good. So. Yeah. I mean, one out of five shot, one out of six shot. Yeah. Depending. I mean, if we want to open up to Dr. Homebrew guys, that's one okay. out of eight. Yeah. But uh, but it maybe even Palmer, right? Because he's, yeah. he's on. So nine. People like him. People like him. So, so. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I mean, That's yeah. Good. So it,
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, saint Sainthood has something to do with the body of work you had while you were alive. So. Right. You yeah. Know, you, you know what? What's the body of work? That,
5: right. Usually requires some sort of heroic virtue.
6: Yeah. And that or be the Saint Saint Grab. You know, low grab. Right. Saint, <laughs> saint, saint of the low grab. Yeah. Saint low hug. Yeah.
0: Um, isn't it also uh, like uh, if your body doesn't decompose uh, or something like oh, that? Beb should yeah, know. Specials- but well, you do have to perform miracles, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. It that's sort of part miracle. of, yeah. We're talking about canonization and what, what happens, like, what makes you a saint. And I think, isn't it part of, like, uh, how your body doesn't decompose properly or something like that? Like, you're <laughs> preserved for, like, 50 years you're or something? You're bad at rotting. I have no idea. <laughs> you're so you're so good <laughs> at doing everything else, you're him. terrible at decomposing.
4: <laughs> I really don't know.
6: Too much oh. alcohol. All right. You think that's what it is? I think I'll, I won't decompose.
0: No, I'll yeah. Uh, preserved. That'd be good. We should bury Tasty in like a seven-barrel conical.
2: Did you just say you'd be pickled?
6: No, no, no. Yes, he did. He it. did, but he, he, did met, he meant he was already going. No, I was yeah. just thinking about a casket that does look like a conical. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be so bad.
0: All stainless? Yeah. There's, um, you know that show uh, uh, An Idiot Abroad? Yeah. Well, uh, Carl Pilkington has another show out. It's on Netflix now called The Moaning of Life, where he basically does (laughs) the same the same shtick. Right. Okay, Uh, but he and I forget where it is, but he goes to this place that makes caskets Mm -hmm. in shapes. So like (laughs) a car or a a, a pencil Uh for a teacher. Right. Or whatever. And Uh he's like, uh, what about he goes, it's perfect. Like, what about a Twix? And the guys like Twix. I don't understand. He like a he had a packet of Twix. He's like, "Then when that way like when my girlfriend and I are, are buried together, like you save space oh. and, and he built them a fucking casket for two that's <laughs> shaped like a Twix." <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's it shaped like one Twix
5: or a wrapper. Like a like the wrapper. Yeah. Like the wrapper. So you slide uh, him in, man. Well, but are they going to have to open it for the second person? I would
0: imagine that's how it works. Yeah, He'll yeah you bring them up. For that. Okay. Throw them in. Yeah. It's all doable All right. That's pretty crazy, right? So it could happen, Tasty It's so romantic. It is. Okay, feedback real fast. We only have two. I don't know what's going on with the feedback. Uh, We'll be fast.
6: This is a record fast show.
0: Yeah, this is from uh, (laughs) Mike in Michigan. He goes, hey, Ding Dongs, not Bevo. Any word on a BNA 12 this year in Minneapolis? The city of Lakes, apparently. Uh, (laughs) Trying to get any, plans in order, and I wanted to confirm if it is or isn't happening. I have not heard anything about it. Um, Bev, I don't think, has heard anything about it. She's doing whatever she's doing. Uh, have you heard anything about it, TC? I have not. Okay.
6: I haven't heard anything to say that it's not going to happen. Right, right. But uh, usually it, it doesn't happen kind of until late. The problem is people need to make their uh, flight reservations. Right. Yeah. They want to know whether to come in a day ahead of time for that.
0: Yeah, and Mike's not the only one. Uh, Chip, yeah. our friend Chip Walton, oh, yeah. uh, I, sent me a message. He goes, hey, what's going on with that? I, I have no idea. He should hook us up
6: with a yeah. place or he should be. Uh,
0: Running liais- for that Liaisoning? Mm-hmm. Help yeah. us out. Yeah, Google doesn't have anything either. Like <laughs> shit, BNA 12. The machine's yeah. down. Nope. Uh, yeah, Mike, I don't know, man. I'm, I apologize about that. Um, I will, uh, I don't know, check with Jay. Jay's out sick. Uh, apparently, he was having trouble breathing or something. So um, sick
6: enough for me. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: he's like, I am I can push through. And Bev's like, go to the doctor.
6: Go talk show where you can't breathe, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So no. it's pretty right. important in this job. Yeah, yeah. Most jobs, I'll you don't need to breathe. Pass. Yeah. Um, so I was hoping he would be here, Mike, but uh, he's not to answer your questions. Well, I'll see Chip so this weekend
6: at the Pacific Northwest Home Brewers Conference. Okay. And I'll hit him up about, like, you help us out. Where's a good spot?
0: Yeah. Or you can tell him no to his face. hmm Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, this one is from Darren uh, from Beach Fire Brewing. He's a brewer. Uh, he says, greetings, brewcasters. Right now I'm freezing my ass off in my brewery cold room, doing some kegging while listening to the session. Would he drag his laptop in the fucking... You know, it's well, bad, bad his phone. phone. Yeah, yeah listen uh, to my... Would you stand in the brewery cold room, tapping this... Eighteen paragraph email? I think. No, no, no. Nuts. Well,
5: if you're doing a, proce- a procedure where you have to be in there, like CIP or something uh, like uh, that, you know, or transfer, K, yeah. You know, yeah,
0: he or, says uh, doing his keg
6: Yeah, okay. Oh, All right. Go. I
5: thought he was a liar, but apparently he's telling. No, the truth. it takes
6: what how long per keg? Apparently, like, ten minutes or something.
5: Oh, no, not that long. Not that if long. you're taking your sweet time and really <laughs> wanting zero foam, <laughs> yeah.
0: probably five minutes.
5: No, oh, okay. a
6: five-minute email. He yeah. can do
0: it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Voice text. Uh, I'm a little behind. It's January 16, 2017. Show with Old Republic. I'm listening to feedback from Epileptic Brewer saying he cut his donations because he couldn't afford it, and now that he's quit his lab job and started working in a brewery. I opened my brewery in November and haven't been paid since we opened, <laughs> but I've managed to keep my $2 monthly donation going oh, okay. so fuck that guy yeah. whoa uh, Very noble. he goes okay so Thank two bucks a month uh which is two dollars seventeen canadian uh isn't much and i bet tasty just said something about sponsoring if he's there and awake and i hope to but i'm not giving you no talent hacks more than that until i get paid first I, hey i think well, that's that makes fair sense. no no right. we don't want
6: the breweries that are just trying to get started and they're struggling to donate right don't yeah. breweries that are like successful and uh you know but share I, the wealth. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kicks them back.
0: And yeah. have been purchased
6: In recently dollars. by a large right. no. <laughs> like Give back yes. to the college. Acquisitions are a great
0: right. time to donate. Right? Yeah. What if we did something like that? Where, like, you like the uh, the the school boosters or whatever, call yeah, yeah. All the alums. Sure. What uh. if we just call all our guests? And be like, hey, would you like to be? Would you like to donate <laughs> to the brewing network? Anyway, uh, but seriously, I would. I wouldn't be doing as well as I am if I wasn't for the brewing network, which is there and which is where most of my knowledge came from. He wouldn't be doing as well as he is. He hasn't been paid since November, and he's doing well. Well, he's, it could be worse. Chattering I a bit. Yeah, uh, I promise to send some financial love your way in the future once I can afford to feed my children again. Oh, yes. I attached a photo of my upgraded brewing system so you can look at it closely and notice a BN Army sticker that I carefully peeled off my home brewing system to adorn my much larger and debt-inducing 12 hectoliter system. Whoa. How many barrels uh, is that? How many Americans is that? American uh, American barrels. Eight barrels or something, right? I yeah. think that might be closer to 10. Huh. That's pretty good. Uh, I started homebrewing right about the time the BN started, and have been listening from the beginning. Many thanks to all the brewcasters for the info and the entertainment over the last decade. Uh, hey, if you're ever in uh, Campbell River, British Columbia, Beach Fire Brewing—I'm sure it's delicious beer. Right? Aren't we? Aren't we sure about that? Well, you sounded sure. <laughs> yeah, I did not sound sure. Uh, okay, let's get uh, let's get along on the phone here, and see what we can. Uh, we can do actually first uh, before we connect with him. Let me tell you about Great Fermentations. They're giving away free home brewing ingredients um, for uh, their last 15 years of service and a, brew, a Blickman Brew Easy all grain brewing system. Just go to slash giveaway and enter for your chance to win. It's a huge prize $10,000 retail value. Compliments and Great Fermentations. The grand prize will be announced on Saturday, June 17th, which I think is the awards for the American Homebrewers competition. Sounds right, at Homebrew Con. I think that's what it is. Uh, also, they're doing random giveaways every two weeks leading up to the close of the competition. Items include conical fermenter, temperature controllers, the new Blickman Riptide brew pump, and more. As always, you get top-notch customer service and same-day shipping on many items. Greatfermentations.com slash giveaway. sure to like them on Facebook at GR8Fermentation. They're also on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle, GR8Fermentation. They're giving away free homebrew ingredients for 15 years.
6: Wow. How I don't are they think that, staying in business? I don't, I don't know. Help you up again, I it, right?
0: I, I think uh, that doesn't really get get focused on too. Well, fifteen years 15 of free beers. home brewing ingredients. Wow, it's freaking crazy. Alon, are you with us, my friend?
3: I am right here.
0: Nice. How you doing, man?
3: Not too bad. Pouring myself a beer.
0: Nice. I wish I had a beer. We will have. Beers. We're going to have beers uh, from you shortly. Thank you for uh, for being on the show, man. I really appreciate it.
3: Yeah, happy to. I walked away from some live-action role-play to make sure I could be with you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so are, are you just making fun of me for my terrible intro, or are you LARPing? Because I did. I was like, ah, maybe they LARP. I have no idea.
3: No, no, we, uh, no, we don't LARP. But you know what? <laughs> if anyone does, that's that's
0: totally cool. <laughs> that's the way I feel, too. Or You're kind of like, oh, man, I think I'm making fun of people. So no, hey, if it's, if it's the way you roll, man, that's the way you roll. But uh, Do you roll in LARPing? No, I.
3: Dude, yeah, I'd be lying if I said
0: I did. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a couple. There's a couple cool documentaries about uh, LARPing. I think one's called Monster School or something like that about these kids. I think on the East Coast <laughs> that it's like a camp and they go for a monster camp maybe. Um, where it's like three days, and they just LARP, and they do this whole thing. And huh. it's, that's the only thing I know about it. Anyway, uh, I apologize about that. Uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself, Alon. You're from Insight Brewing. Um, how's it going up there in Minnesota, man? What's, what's new? What's shaking up there?
3: All right, so it, it's going well. We just passed two years of operation, so we're still a pretty young brewery. Nice. Um, and actually, I, I remember listening to you guys uh, back in college. Oh so I was wow! Walking to and from class.
0: I'm sorry. the
3: be a session or Jamil. Uh, yeah, you know it helped pass time. It was nice. <laughs> he
6: had something to do. Yeah, we never get role models, but really, I mean,
3: yeah, right? But. <laughs> well, I, I think I learned a little bit of uh, uh, not taking it too seriously. Oh, with that's you guys. That was helpful.
6: Good. That's, well, if
0: it's if it's one thing we don't do is take things seriously. So I'm glad if we could pass that on to you.
3: That's good. It's, it, you're showing that it's a model that works. <laughs>
0: Were you and so, so were you homebrewing uh, at the time? I imagine you were homebrewing back then, right?
3: I was, yeah. So what what happened is I actually so we're, we're talking about larping. I'd actually gone to orchestra camp. I, I actually come from a classical music background, so oh, wow. I've got the uh, the other dorky side of myself. Uh, <laughs> but what what happened with us is uh, back in 2007, uh, I had traveled to Denmark and brought this list of the top 50 beers from rape beer. And asked for the highest-rated Danish beer over there. Uh, ended up, I walked into a great bottle shop in Copenhagen. Um, but they didn't have the number seven, but they did have the number one, Ooh. which was, uh, at the time, West Flutter and 12. So, uh, and at the time, it was a steal. It was 72 bucks for a six-pack.
0: $72 so, bucks for a 6 Wow.
3: Yeah. I, so can't
0: I, I can't bottles. tell if that's super good or not. I mean, I don't know the exchange rate or whatever. That's Twelve I mean. bucks.
3: Well, bottle. you know, today there's such good beer being brewed that I, I guess I wouldn't pay seventy two dollars for a six pack.
0: You would. You 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 would go back into uh, into your old college life and and slap yourself.
3: No, no, no. Hey, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, in well, in I, today's I world, one. you can get some pretty good beer and not having to spend seventy two dollars a six pack.
0: Okay, there you go. There you go. Fair enough. So what did, that, uh, what did that Westy 12 teach you?
3: Well, it, it, it taught me that the sun could come out, birds could start chirping, and uh, oh, you had an that epiphany. told me what I wanted to do.
0: Really? That was that was, that was your beer?
3: That was it. Uh, the only beforehand I had tried uh, Blue Moon, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, there was a local stout in Wisconsin uh, that I tried that was challenging for, for the taste buds. But Westy was... You know the first craft beer, so it was. It was yeah, it was a pretty big step. Wow! So, so you were in. That started this idea of of, of beer passion.
0: I wanted to learn everything about beer. So you were in uh, orchestra, orchestral school. Did I get that right, or am I making? Yeah, right? I was. I okay. was
3: going to a, a conservatory for for cello. Uh, performance and education in, in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh, I that'll imag- get you
0: late a lot. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I imagine that's not that's not cheap. I mean, how did your how did your family react to this uh, sudden change in your in your uh, you know in your future planning?
3: Well, school wasn't cheap itself, so this was maybe just an extra extra <laughs> little hobby here. Um, but it ended up taking over. Um, mm. It 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 first of all tasting that beer made me become a, a lifelong learner. I wanted to know the answers to things. And uh, it actually made me better at, at school, made me better at studying, performing. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it was what, what really took over was me wanting to, to brew beer and learn more about beer. Uh, so I did start with you guys a little bit. Uh, I started home brewing, joined a home brew club. Um, a lot of people do that. And my professors at the time had seen this passion I had and asked me to apply for a fellowship that's offered through IBM, and it pays for you to travel around the world studying your passion for a year after graduation. Oh, wow! Uh,
6: sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. So I. So you didn't go around playing the cello. The is is and, what's that? You didn't go around playing the cello then? That wasn't your passion. I did not. Uh, no, okay. that's uh, you got to
3: pay for a second plane ticket for that instrument. <laughs>
4: that's
6: true. There <laughs> you go.
3: That's so no, thing. this this time, so I contacted breweries in uh, oh. uh, multiple countries around the world, festivals, hop farms. Uh, put together this trip. I wrote all my essays, and then I lost. Uh, uh-huh. Someone else won, and mm. they actually got to go study video games. Really? Uh, which is yeah. That's don't get me wrong. that's no. that's, that's pretty cool. Good patient. But but I happen to think beer is a little cooler. <laughs> so ended up contacting all the brewers and uh, asked if I could come and mm. uh, work a little harder for a place to stay and a meal. And luckily they said yes. So ended up taking a trip with instead of twenty five grand, thirty four hundred. <laughs> and called it Bike for Beer. I blogged about it. And I ended up starting to pick hops in South England. Uh biked around the country visiting breweries and, and festivals. Wow. Uh worked at the Fuller's brewery for two months. Oh. oh. Uh, after that I went to Kiyuchi Brewery in Japan. They do the Hitachino nest beers. You might
0: have had those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are good.
3: Yeah, they do good stuff. Uh, and I've learned in, in Japan i learned I love sake and I never want to make it because it's a pain in the ass <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that was uh, in Denmark I worked at a small brewery called Fenu, uh far west coast islands uh, they had uh, contracted for multiple other breweries including mm-hmm. Mikkel I got to meet Mikkel a few times that's uh, cool huh? and then I got hired oh, as a head brewer in northern Denmark uh, just for a short stint to train in uh, new staff because I'd worked on a system before uh, which put a new Perspective on this undocumented worker uh, <laughs> thing—that was, that was interesting. Oh, really? And then that paid for uh, my plane ticket home, as well as a bike trip around Belgium and France, uh, just visiting more breweries and wineries. So, th- um, got back to the states and started playing.
0: Okay, hold, hold hold on a second, because I think we could have a whole hmm. show just on what you said in in that one breath there. So you, so losing that scholarship sounds like it was a really. Cool thing for you made the you made the most of it. You were able to to kind of was, make yeah. a better a
3: better uh, and, trip and out of it. Well, exactly. It. As I, I I I lost, and I guess I proved to myself that I actually was passionate and wanted to go out and do it. Yeah. Uh, and I, apparently, I also proved to the fellowships called the Watson Fellowship. Uh, I proved to them that I'm <laughs> passionate and should have won because they now use me as an example of oh. who should win these things. Really, uh, I did win. them for that.
0: How, how does that? How does that work? That, that, to me, that takes balls. <laughs> you know. Yeah,
3: yeah, it, it does a little bit because there's only two rules for the fellowship: you have to be out of the country and you have to be passionate. Okay. Um, so if if they get to use my name, yeah. Now, now that I realize there's you know there's some value to that. I I, 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 I had I literally last week I had realized that I should probably invoice
6: them. You, I think you should. Yeah, yeah, send yeah, me easy. a patient invoice. Uh, with, <laughs> I'm passionate I'm
0: about invoices. About $1,100 a unit. Hey. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be good. So, okay, so then you reached out to these breweries that you were going to go to anyway, probably if you got the thing, uh, the scholarship, but you know, of course you end up not doing it, but you reached out to them anyway and was like, hey, do you have work for me to do in, in, in exchange and I can kind of, you know, pay my own way and whatever. How, how was that responded or, or uh, how was that received? Did you get anybody saying like, no, nah, we're going yeah, so to pass there's, now? Yeah,
3: what I learned is there's something to be said about a college kid coming and asking to work. American breweries uh, that apparently isn't that appealing to everybody. (laughs) Um, So most people didn't respond. The ones that did said no. Uh, And I think I got lucky on one of them. I got lucky with Fuller's.
4: Mm -hmm. It was the
3: first brewery to say, yeah, come on board. Uh, We don't have – apparently the person before me who was uh, uh, from a brewing school uh, they actually got paid to do what I did. They didn't have any more funds for me, which mm. you know, kind of sucked. But either way, they said, yeah, you can come in. Uh, and so I wised up after sending, I don't know, 150 emails to other breweries. Uh, I put Fuller's on them. I said, hey, I'm working with oh, Fuller's. Yeah. Uh, would you like to be another brewery that I work yeah. at? And uh, the next three, I'm not The next three lined up.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you probably hear the doors right. opening from you should have lied about Fuller's at the, the beginning.
3: Yeah, and Fuller's ended up being the first one, too, so people had asked questions about how my time was there. But at Fuller's, that's a great brewery.
0: Yeah, I can imagine, man. Yeah, I've I've never been there, but, of course, great fans of their beer. Uh, uh, Yeah, their beer is is rad. How does that set you up, especially being the first one? It's your first... Uh, overseas brewing job, essentially, uh, you know, coming from a, a home brewer wanting to be this passionate, and, or you are this passionate, but wanting to kind of pursue this as your as your, as your your dream. How, how is that walking into Fuller's on day one? That's got to be mind-blowing.
3: Well, yeah, and I'd say working in a brewery for the first time, I had taken a couple of days at a local brewery before I left, uh, which doesn't count, but <laughs> if, walking into Fuller's for the first time, it was too big, you know. I, it was hard to understand. There's all these pipes. There's there's gigantic <laughs> tanks filled with just hot water. It's not even beer yet. Uh, <laughs> it's it was it was hard to take in. And and towards the end, I, I kind of got it. Uh, I paid a lot more attention just to the recipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I think it was one of you guys that had been over there, uh, like right after I was there in 2010, and got John Keeling to. To say like exactly how London Pride is made.
6: Oh, I think that was Neil Spake that uh, got the, the recipe for us for uh, Can oh, You Brew. Oh, for it. Can You Brew. Uh, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember hearing that
3: episode. I'm like, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. I, he just said exactly how that beer is made. I thought that was pretty huh. cool. That's wow. really good to hear. Shocking too, actually.
0: Huh. Uh, so moving to any other breweries a- after that, was it kind of? Uh, because uh, I imagine they laid you out with a lot of old-school tradition and how we do our recipes and stuff, obviously, with, with newer technology. Oh, yeah. But, like, shifting over to some of these other breweries, was it, uh, I don't know, I I would imagine it's almost like a culture shock in brewing.
3: A little bit. Uh, what I what I took away from Japan, well, I'll, I'll end with England here, okay. uh, very traditional. And I, I actually would say the most important thing that I learned in beer came from John Keelan. Uh, and it was—I would asked him, you know, what what can you teach me about beer? Mm. Uh, and he said, "Keep it simple." Mm. Uh, and that's something that stuck with me, and, and ended up going into areas outside of just recipe development. Uh, went into uh, designing your brewery. Mm. You know, it, it sounds simple, but it—you it, know—not everybody puts their their glycol chiller as close to the tanks as possible to minimize piping and costs. Yeah. So keep it simple. Don't don't. Over-engineer something, uh, whether it's a, a brewing system, staff, or or a recipe. Hmm.
0: Good, good points. And if hey, if anybody so knows how to keep it simple it would be full. Sorry, false, I'm man. cutting you off here. Oh no, I, that's all right. We've got a little delay. I apologize. Go ahead.
3: No, I, I was going to say that, but otherwise, very traditional in England, yeah. uh, which got me pretty pumped up. Uh, but everywhere else I went for the year, uh, it was a lot more, you know, innovative. Okay. Uh, Stuff that, that we in the States understand quite a bit more, and uh, it, it, it was something that helped me develop who I wanted to be as a brewer mm. and, and what kind of beers I wanted to make. Um, and what I know that when I talked to Beverly a few days ago, had mentioned that I like living on the edge. Uh, I like to push the limits a little bit, and if you can think of something for uh, you know, flavor or the next thing in beer, which is kind of hard to do right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, how do
3: you do that and, and what do you what are you gonna develop out of that
0: right right what are you gonna do <laughs> Give us all your secrets right now <laughs> yeah, I'm just
3: well we have uh, I can't quite say it yet but we do have a summer seasonal that is uh, I, I'd, I'd be surprised if any of you guys have had a beer like that before
0: oh. Well, we can get into that in in a second. So, uh, tell us about Insight. Then, so you are you're the president and co-founder. When when did uh, when did you guys start Insight?
3: So we opened up uh, back in late 2014, and it took a couple years to to really get things going and start business planning. Uh, I had met uh, my first partner Brian. Who he had a background in brand management, um, and he wanted to start a brewery. So we decided to. Um, I was teaching the beer class, and we started talking afterwards and realized that we had similar uh, drives, uh, but different skill sets. So we ended up partnering together and uh, putting together a business plan. As we were looking for investors, we had another partner, Eric, who had a background in finance. We are like, hmm, you also want to start a brewery? You've got a skill set that sounds pretty darn uh useful
0: for yeah, yeah for sure so, i'd it'd be hard-pressed to choose which would be more yeah. beneficial the brand marketing or the the finance you can't part get
6: enough that. marketing or finance really, that's right. Really. right that's amazing yeah, in like today's that. climate you 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 just got to be good at everything so they yeah. got the 80 you got the 20 is that what's going on <laughs> oh yeah
3: so we uh we ended up pulling together this this uh, idea for, uh, kind of loosely based off of, of this trip for beer, okay. that we wanted to bring the world of beer back to our consumer. And we keep that alive in a couple different ways. Uh, we, we actually got a little bit lucky here. Uh, there was a marketing agency in downtown Minneapolis that chooses one company a year to work with pro bono. And oh, wow. they do that so that they can flex their creative muscles a little bit. Uh, because some of their other clients are like Delta Airlines, like you don't, you don't rebrand Delta Airlines unless they tell you to. <laughs> right. Uh, so they, they came up with this brand for us that was based off of this world adventure and beer, and they developed a brewmaster, who's not me, this brewmaster is like the Stig, you know, more exciting than I am, and uh, that person travels around the world in search of the world's greatest beers and, and gets into Odyssey-esque adventures, uh, And somehow beer was, you know, the most important piece that was part of the story. It's kind of like uh, a voice, a mixture of Indiana Jones and Jay
0: Peterman from Seinfeld. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's our brewmaster. That's your brewmaster. Okay, so you're... Yeah, urban sombrero. Is he a dragonborn or like an elfin? (laughs) (laughs) What is (laughs) his alignment? We need to know know the really important things about him.
3: Yeah, yeah, he drinks unicorn blood. Okay. (laughs) Okay, good.
0: Says it all. Yeah, so you are not the brewmaster. The brewmaster is, a, is a, a face that you'll never see. Right. I, I kind of like that. I mean, you know, I, I think that everybody's, everybody's brewmaster uh, has a beard, and uh, they all kind of end up blending together. But if you never see the thing and you just listen to the adventure... Uh, that is a different I think way to part of the reason
3: we came to that conclusion also is that I can't grow a beard. So oh, that, yeah. that option was off the table. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Well if you ever need a replacement, I'm more than willing to be called brewmaster and travel the world searching for the best beer. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, on Well, yeah, that you know like what? We, we always need that person on camera, so we'll we'll, we'll talk after the show. <laughs> there you go. Except for the
6: camera thing, I'm done.
0: <laughs> I like that. I, that's a I, that's a cool story, man. That's uh that's a good way to, it's it's unique, especially in this uh in this, you know, saturated market of beer, I suppose.
6: No, it's a great unique approach. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Um
0: so yeah. Ben, the
3: way that I try to keep the the idea alive alive too and mm-hmm. we're trying to get more and more of this on board as we try to keep traveling twice a year, uh, which we've kept up so far, hmm. somehow, uh, and do collaboration beers around the world. So this year is uh, Germany and Peru. Last year was Italy and Belgium. Okay. Um, hmm. So you're Constantly do working with breweries and learning more.
0: So you, you, you literally do have your kind of finger on the pulse of, of what's happening around the world in beer. It's not just marketing. You you are actually out there doing it.
4: That's it.
3: Yeah, yeah I, I think that it's... it's if you want to be on the edge of beer, or if you want to try to be on the edge of beer and then keep working your way that way, you got to know what's going on. And uh, sometimes you travel to a different place in the world, and, and what, what you learn the most is something that you never expected to learn. You go there, and you're walking through a market, and you, you smell something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not quite sure what it is, and it ends up being a spice or a fruit, and, and you realize you want to make beer out of it.
0: Okay. So how do you how do you do that and and try to stay simple at the same time?
3: Well, you can still have. You know, I, I, I tell people you can have a balanced beer that still has a ton of flavor.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, um, and and maybe you guys will agree, but the last beer that we were going to try the the Scotch Barrel aged Gravity Well Imperial uh, Stout. That's a big bold beer, but dare I say it's balanced uh, in terms of the flavors that you get out of it. So. Um, it's it's still a recipe that's not super complicated, uh, but the process we use on the beer is just it takes time. Yeah, so still relatively simple.
0: Okay, because that would be that would be the challenge. For, you know, for for me, <laughs> it's to uh, over uh, to over complicate. Um, a beer, especially with a new ingredient, because I think so many things would work well. Um, you know, I, I think I did that with an IPA. Uh, I haven't brought it in to, the, to torture anybody here with, but uh, I did like uh, toasted ginger and real ginger and Szechuan peppercorns, and then I was like, oh, also, also, uh, you know, tropical hops, and then also oats. But I'm going to toast the oats, and it kind of came out in this. It, it came out good, but it was co- it was complicated. You were didn't <laughs> know what it wanted to eat. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just too much. So that would be that would be my uh, you know that would be hard for me to do. So I'm, I'm glad that you have a little bit of restraint in your life.
3: Yeah, a touch. You know, it, it's hard at times, but <laughs> yeah. you gotta, you got to try.
0: Yeah, um, Bev has cracked some beers uh, for us. So if, if you wouldn't mind, I, w- I want to jump into one of these now. Um,
3: yeah, I think the first one you're going to have is. Uh, or actually, what what, what does she pour first?
0: Uh, well, we have in front of us. We have Banshee Cutter, and then East, and then West. Um, awesome. Okay.
3: Whole you can I I'd, I'd probably start with Banshee.
0: Okay. Um, Let's start with that.
3: So that was a beer that uh, we started out with a, as a seasonal last September, uh, and it just it picked up really well for us. So it's a coffee golden ale. Uh, I tell people it looks like a pilsner and tastes kind of like a latte. Uh, we had partnered with a local coffee roaster about a half mile down the street from us called Up Coffee, and. They developed a, uh, a roast for us that was light enough to where it adds no color to the beer. Um, it's an Ethiopian hama bean, but it, it gives you, a, you know, a real in-your-face coffee on the nose. Uh, and then the, the just a little bit of sweetness that you get out of the malt, because uh, we don't hop this too much. But uh, just that little bit of sweetness gets countered by the uh, acidity from the coffee.
6: So it makes it come off a little bit. Almost creamy.
5: Definitely. That's got some
6: great coffee flavors. It's got more coffee aroma than my coffee does in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. And it doesn't
3: have a lot of coffee. I told people you can get caffeinated on on this beer.
6: Uh, it'll just take about five of them.
4: Even better. Okay,
6: send five then. <laughs> yeah, five a day, please. It'll well, be uh, uh, my yeah. new morning ritual. Uh, yeah. Where do you add the coffee? Uh, there's a million places yeah. you can put it into the brew. Where do you put? Where do you put it? Yeah, yeah. We do uh, all whole bean, whole bean coffee okay. uh, right at
3: the end of fermentation. Oh, we mm-hmm. actually have uh, our lab guy Ed, uh, He had developed a proprietary process. I'm totally not telling you what we do. Uh, so far. To add the coffee to make it to keep it a shelf stable beer.
5: What would so what would make stability? it not, Okay, yeah. What would make it not shelf stable?
3: Because if you just have coffee coming out of a, a roaster, uh-huh. you have uh, so just most people don't know this. Maybe you guys do, but uh, when coffee is roasted, it gets to you know, 400 degrees or so. Yeah. Then it goes mm-hmm. into a cooling tray right afterwards, and it'll suck air through the bottom. So it's, it's pulling well air is sucked through the bottom, so it comes in through the top. Uh, that's just natural air, there's, there's yeast, bacteria, ambient, there. whatever. <laughs> uh, so something's going to be landing on there. It's not as much as grain, for example, which is wet first, but something gets on there, and then because coffee gets cooked, you, know, you, you, you put hot water on it, uh, it doesn't really matter. But the, uh, uh, the coffee itself, as soon as it's cooled down, just gets put in bags. So it's no longer uh, sanitary at that point.
6: So it's if you clean, put it into right.
3: uh, beer, there's a high likelihood that a little bit of lactobacillus or, or something else could grow in there, uh, even if it's small. Mm-hmm. But sure. it, it does reduce the shelf stability quite a bit.
6: Gotcha. All right. Well, good. Now we're even more curious, but you still can't tell us. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm getting but, really frustrated yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. This, but was, this is a great beer. I love it. And, uh, it yeah. Uh, at first I thought it was a Pilsner. Uh, does it have a lot of uh, Pilsner malt in it, even though it's a golden ale?
4: I,
3: this one is a lot of pilsner malt. Uh, I'll, I'll happily tell you, it's 100% pilsner malt. Oh, okay. uh, And what we do is, and, and I don't think this is a secret, but uh, we add more yeast on this guy.
6: I mean, more uh, in terms of what's your, what's your goal there?
3: Uh, to reduce esters and get uh, okay. the best attenuation uh, possible.
6: Low, okay. So make it, uh, okay. So it's an ale, and it's fermented at ale temperatures? Yes. And then over-pitched. Okay. Interesting. Get, get the extra production down. Yeah, it yeah. definitely passes as a uh, yeah. as a coffee locker. Did you have yep. to experiment uh,
0: much with this recipe? Kind of putting together, like with the overpitching and the and the the proprietary coffee edition thing, or was it kind of you knew what to do right out of the jump? Oh, obviously, I knew what to do. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, your brewmaster had no right. idea.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, this one took a little bit of practice. Uh, we had so all open honesty here. This is one of the first beers that that we at Insight had made that I was a skeptic of. Okay. Uh, Someone had asked us, uh, the guy who was designing some of our labels, he had had asked us to uh, make a a Coffee Golden. I'm like, well, that's a stupid idea. Hmm. Um, And just didn't want to do it. Uh, And I don't think it took more than a month or so, but I got talked into it. So I'm like, all right, fine, fine. Just for your sake, let's... Let's uh, grab some growlers of beer and, and let's throw some coffee in there. Let's uh, see what it tastes like. Um, and one of the beers that we happened to be working on was a gold ale at this point. Uh, so it threw the coffee in, and, and it, it just tasted fantastic. So wow. uh, at that point, then we decided to develop a roast for it uh, with a local coffee roaster, and just kept going. And then we got and we, it sold very well. Uh, For us, so I I can tell, and
0: it's five five, too. That's that's key for me. It's relatively reasonable alcohol. Do you
5: guys, um, you said it it, the coffee gets added at the end of fermentation? Is it at fermentation temperature, or are you cooling it down and and the the beans are exposed to the beer when it's cold, or how's that?
3: Uh, We do warm, so we're doing uh, uh, right at the end of fermentation pre uh, crash. Okay. Uh, And then we do it by the hour so that we know what, just for consistency's sake, uh, so we know what temperature it is for Uh how long, Okay, um, and then we crash.
5: And then, so, but the coffee is still in there when it's crashed, or do you rack it off?
3: Uh, It is, so we'll crash it with the coffee, which is still, at least for us, at the standard time for for how long it crashes, Mm -hmm. Um, and then we'll transfer, and then we had uh, uh, developed another proprietary process for getting the coffee out. It's called a bin with uh, holes in it, uh, and uh, okay. oh. so the, that's why we also use whole bean. Is I I don't even know what we do if we had ground coffee in there. That would be a, that
0: would be <laughs> yeah. a pain. It's a, it's something you picked up in in Norway. It's called a bean Yeah, <laughs> bin with holes. Yeah. So the beans
6: are loose. You don't uh, use a hop sack.
3: Like no, that. we we actually tried uh, the first time. That's what we I would tried have done. The first time, to use a hop how sack. Did that, how did that work? Uh,
6: Doesn't sound like you're laughing. It didn't work. <laughs> it what like it worked great.
3: It, it didn't work. No, uh, it was too heavy. Uh, the <laughs> too whole heavy. thing just ripped and fell.
6: It became a loose uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not consistent at all.
3: <laughs> no, not even close. Yeah. But uh, we uh, we th- at that point we said, all right, well, this was like the strongest hop sack we could think of, and. <laughs> Uh well, that's not gonna work, so what what are we gonna do? So that's when we started focusing on uh how do we make sure that we've got a shelf stable product going in and yeah. and uh making sure that it works out. It's it's not that great. it wasn't we probably could have thought of that before too, but <laughs> it ended up getting there.
0: It's a great beer. It reminds yeah. me of that um, that regular coffee from Carton brewing. I think they're in mm-hmm. Jersey, the Dirty jersey <laughs> Um it reminds me of that where it's 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 you know mellow on the malt but it's still there oh, yeah. and it has that creamy mouthfeel and it, there's just there's coffee and that coffee flavor is delivered really yeah. really well because and it's still a beer at the right. end of the day it's not yeah, coffee first and then a beer if you add stuff to coffee you've been saying, for, or add stuff to beer it's a beer first and then the yeah. ingredient should be second over the beer and that's right. exactly what this yes. is it's really good
6: and it still gives you plenty of coffee character a lot of the uh, coffee beers i drink they don't have enough coffee character, and this this is plenty because yeah. the because the lighter golden ale behind it lets it shine through.
5: Right, it's not muddied with other roasted yeah other like other roasted, and and dark roasted and, grains yeah yeah
0: yeah that's a good and, beer yeah
3: I've kind of gotten to the point where uh, this this is a go to beer for me now yeah uh, because it's so light you can drink plenty yeah. of it uh, yeah. and actually we so any brewery now that wants to sell their product for more than three months at a time or get on a menu at a chain restaurant, like uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, let's say, uh, you have to have uh, nutritional analysis done in your beer. Mm. So we had tested all of our year-round beers uh, with White Labs just to get stuff like calories or, or total fat, which there's none in any of no, no beers have fat in them. Right. Um, but uh nice thing about Banshee Cutter, it's our lowest-calorie beer.
5: Oh, even mm. better. Is it a year-round yeah. beer?
3: Uh, just became a year-round uh, 13 days ago.
0: Oh, nice. How long had you been selling it uh, seasonally?
3: Uh, we did it uh, September and October. So oh, we, okay. we did a quick turnaround to make it into a year-round.
0: That's got to feel good, right? I mean, especially for the guy who, who had the idea. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Just that To me, that would... But that would, we have you guys? What's that? Yeah. You there? Uh-oh. Do we not have you? Now he got real quiet. Hello. You want, hello.
5: Yeah. Can you hear us?
0: I am having some weird issues with the computer. It suddenly decided not to find things. I think I lost them. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We didn't start talking shit about us right now. These guys are dicks.
5: I really hope this interview
0: ends soon. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I hate these guys. Yeah, I need They're to go to, such bed. To to yeah.
6: Uh, yeah, I got my own proprietary shit. I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> they think they bought all that crap. <laughs>
0: probably like some other dude yeah. he doesn't even work for the brewery <laughs> <laughs> it's just like hey right. well, you guys yeah you there I can you hear me now i can hear you hold okay okay cool I think we got wire there yeah i don't know what yeah well, there's no microphones in the or there's no microwaves in the in the studio so oh. we can't be tapped oh, that's right. It's fine that's
3: right. well do you guys really mean that when you say it though <laughs> yeah,
0: of course you don't know what we mean right <laughs> right we're just <laughs> we're just flying by the seat of our pants dude you keep it simple we keep it very complicated <laughs> As complicated as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. A good uh, good coffee. And you know what? Uh, good coffee. Good co- um, Does the golden ale, set, uh, you have that
6: on the menu as well, just without the right. coffee? Yeah. Actually, no. Oh, uh, I this, see this took over. Sure. Okay, just cool. as is. Cool.
0: Um, yeah, because I was going to say, there's, there is there is a, a crisp hop character to it at the end. No, it's got it's everything you want to it. It's just coffee. It just rides that, that line. It's this very good, There's a good man. beer back there, yeah, for sure. hmm
3: Awesome. Yeah, it, it, we are working right now, and it actually might be this one. But um, this year we're focusing on on uh, pushing some limits, and next year we're bringing out a light gear. So that's probably going to be the golden, the lager. Uh, could, you know, we're, that's what we're working on now.
0: Okay. All right. That sounds uh, that sounds interesting, man. Are you guys are you guys um, distributing out here in California? Because I I would like this.
3: Awesome. And we are not. Yeah, no, we are. <laughs> Minnesota right now, uh, and a very, very small portion of South Dakota. So we're we're pretty darn limited. So well, you wasted your time by uh, putting me on the
0: show.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. We'll be there in June.
3: We'll in be June. there in
0: June. Yeah, for uh, that's true. Humber that's Con. true. Yeah. I
3: I love to host you guys and uh, have a few rad. beers.
0: Yeah, yeah. I will drink
6: the hell we're gonna that. We're going to be is. pouring at the uh, burrs uh, night at the uh, at the event.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are. Yeah, uh, great. I, I think we did sign up for that. I'm pretty confident. All
6: right.
0: Okay, yeah, well, yeah. Coming. If okay. you haven't, uh, do it because that'll be uh, yeah. that'll be rad. Yeah, for sure. I would drink this every
6: morning. I was there at NHC. Yeah, nice breakfast. Well,
3: drink. I'll see if we can help out with that.
6: <laughs> so, what's <laughs> your great. brew house footprint? Foot what do you what are you brewing on? What, what how big is your what are you yeah. doing?
3: Uh, we started with the thirty barrel system. Ooh, wow, uh, that is uh, it's from a specific mechanical. there out in uh, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we started with them. Uh, we went. We were contemplating fifteen or thirty, uh, and we found a building that was uh, twenty thousand square feet. Uh, <laughs> so we we ended up matching wow. the system to the building. Uh, we never we'll maximum for potential. that
6: building. Well, that finance guy did well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's a lot to start out with. I want to tell
3: you. Yeah, it was. We were we were definitely the mile wide, inch deep type of startup. Yeah. Uh, now you're we, glad you did, right? Yeah, you know, we didn't have one big investor. We actually talked with a lot. Of, well, oh. We could have, uh-huh. uh, but then we also would have given away you know, 70% of the company.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, okay. So we ended up going with just friends and family as investors, uh, just a lot more of them, mm. so we could get an SBA loan. And then after that, we got oh. the building owner uh, on board uh, to to put in a good chunk of, of Renovation costs for us. Oh, nice! So we had a few different ways that we found money in the beginning. Uh, we got the joy of paying that back now. Uh, so there's, there's that. <laughs> if we buy the building, no. we get paid again. Uh, I oh, right? But either way, you know, you not hit your landlord. Start up
6: Yeah. yeah. So we're, the beers we're drinking came out of uh, 16 ounce cans. Uh, you have a canning line? Yep.
3: Wow. Yeah, we started uh, just kegs only for the first year, just tomorrow. late 2014, and then most of 2015. Uh, and then we launched 16-ounce cans uh, late 2015, so our first full year of that was in 2016.
5: Oh, okay. And so oh, how much, what was your first year's production being a draft-only brewery? Uh,
3: 2,500 barrels.
5: Mm-hmm. That's still a lot of beer just to push out draft with no, no, you know, yeah,
3: no brand in, in, in any moment. bottle shop. Uh, we have a we had a big okay. building and we had to somehow pay for it. Mm-hmm.
6: Well, yeah, and, you you got to do that. And you didn't have a tap room for to pour your own beers, or
3: we did. We okay. did start with the tap room right. from day one. All right, so that's the uh, So that that, be- that helps quite a bit. Oh, a lot. You know, there's yeah. a good chunk of beer that oh goes God, out of there.
6: Yeah, yeah twenty five hundred barrels isn't enough to uh, for one guy to break. That's not much. enough to right.
3: pay for that system in that building. On, no, I uh, think just distribution. <laughs> not distribution. No. Right, <laughs> Not <laughs> unless we're selling uh, a lot higher prices. Well, price. then
6: you're yeah, starting to break into the market at twice everybody else's price. Yep. Yeah.
3: So uh, we so, have. No, we did that first year
6: and last year we did uh, just under 6000 That's not bad. Oh, nice. That gives them some
0: good growth. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so we have two more beers open, uh, and I'd like to do these, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back and do the, uh, the barrel-aged beer, and then kick you off. What awesome. do you think? Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> you're in, any man, anytime. Um, so East versus West. Um, tell us about this little uh, match-up here.
3: So we did... Uh, this is our current seasonal. Just got that out uh, well, pretty much right at the same time as Banshee Cutter became a year-round. Uh, and this is one seasonal. So we we have pack tech parties. Uh, we, we get employees together, and we pack tech these beers because we do them in variety four-packs, two of each beer. Okay. And we try to get the cans to face each other, too. Uh, <laughs> but we wanted to do in Minnesota what is kind of happening around the country. There's the New England-style IPA that... Uh, is becoming quite popular. Yeah, uh, But it's really it's really not here in Minnesota. Uh, and there's a couple breweries that have done it on a really small scale, us being one of them, too. Uh, but we had this feeling that this style of beer was really going to take over. Um, so we wanted to go and find out, what does Minnesota want? So we had hmm. this competition, which is a seasonal for us, East versus West. So we made a West Coast uh, red IPA. And it was uh, the hoppiest beer we've made, at least in terms of uh, amount of hops put in, and technically by IBUs as well. Uh, and then we made a, uh, our version of a New England IPA to get that kind of haze, uh, tropical juice, fruit on the nose, yeah. uh, a lot less bitterness than the West, and kind of find out who's going to win, you know, what style do people actually want in Minnesota for us. Uh, so we've got voting cards at uh, bars and restaurants. We've got people mm-hmm. voting online for yeah. which beer they like the most.
0: Uh, so it's been it's been pretty fun for us. What's uh, what's the verdict so far? I don't know. Taste it. You tell me.
6: <laughs> I want to vote. We we'll get, no, yeah. get to gotta the vote. you got to vote for you. have got to vote first. Yeah. So where's the haze <laughs> in this beer? It right. as, uh, it's, it's pretty yeah. clear,
0: man. Yeah, you didn't. Are we just the can? You didn't get super hazy. That was Bev, so I don't know. She probably probably messed up. Well, no, Which one was
6: clear? They well, both are. I mean, yeah. the, the east yeah. is
0: it's not it's not as you it's know, got a, a little bit of but it, age, but in but New England IPAs, oh, nothing you know what that out. might
3: have been one of the batches you where, have uh, to shake the can. Uh, <laughs> I think someone accidentally crashed the tank too cold. Oh, okay. um, or what I should say is the proper temperature, so it, it works yeah. too well.
0: Mm. Yeah, because I mean, out here we have you know uh, we have hazy IPAs, but they're not quite New England style IPAs. So this would be that the hazy of that. But we had a guest in last week from Fresno of all places. Who's doing a super hazy orange juice looking beer? Uh, that's a New England style, and and so this de- definitely doesn't hit that. But it sounds like there was just a, a mistake. It definitely tastes uh, soft and round, and and you know those tropical yeah, juicy things. So it's
6: got a less of a hop edge. Uh,
0: yeah, so you're 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 right on there uh, on a lot of on a lot of points, man.
6: Did you lose uh, calcium chloride to the water? Did you soften the water up a little bit?
3: We did actually. Uh huh.
6: Okay, yeah, I'm getting yeah,
3: that. we did. Uh, uh, and actually, we've got two more versions of this coming out later this year. Uh, we're doing another New England Pale and another New England IPA. Um, so we started out with with something that can introduce the style, and what we're working for for the next two is going to be more of a juice bomb.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense. I'm sure that's a beer name. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. it's been done eight times in twelve different tap rooms. You know what I mean? It's already yeah. litigation all over. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense to step up people to step people up on the uh, on this kind of style of beer, especially if it's not catching on so well in in, in Minnesota. Are, are you hoping that it catches on, or do you guys just like drinking this? You style? know, I am.
3: Okay. Uh, I think it's a style of beer that that honestly, it's it's almost like the perfect IPA. Uh, it it requires less process in in terms of the brewer. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes <laughs> to the people drinking it, you know, the the most divisive part about a a bitter IPA is that is too bitter. People don't like that bitterness, and they call it hop They order. Uh, uh, they don't. They don't uh, realize
0: they actually right. do like hops. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's something we've we've yeah. actually we get shit for it uh, <laughs> specifically Warren and I uh, because it, you know and I, I said on the show if if you want to order a New England style IPA you don't like IPAs you want a pale ale. Yeah, I could see that. Because, because again, if things are too bitter for you, and you like the beer because it's not that bitter, then you know, you know, now I guess it's irrelevant because the style is kind of everywhere. So it's yeah, I don't think there's much uh, stopping it,
3: and and you do get more flavor. Out of the New England IPA you would there. out of a you know a typical Sierra yeah. Nevada Then and have, have a like session that. IPA. You know, great beer, but it's not going to get the same hop potency at least.
0: No, and of course I'm you know being divisive and trying to be entertaining at the same time. But there's a portion <laughs> of me that feels that way, where it's like, well, what are you what do you after then? If you if you if you know what I mean? If you if you order an IPA but you want it less bitter, why are you <laughs> why are you after right. an IPA? And I guess it's 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 like he said, it's about the hop flavor. Um, and the body. Well, I, it I, I said, suppose yeah. you
3: could ask them to order a Z letter as well if you
0: want. I'm waiting right. for that to come back, man. I can't wait for it. High school me yeah, is ready good for good. it. Yeah. One day, one day. <laughs> so, okay, so it, let's vote. Uh, which would which do we prefer? Let's vote in the studio, and then that way we can ask Alon what uh, what's going on in his hometown, man. Because uh, I got I gotta say between the two, the red IPA is throwing me a bit, but I think I like your East. Better than than the West. That's my that's my decision. I don't remember which one's east or west. Well, but I'm going or, with the red IPA. That's the West. Okay, West yeah. then. Okay. T C Which which
5: would no, you prefer?
6: I'm the, I'm, a, I'm more like I'm with you. I agree with you, JP. I, I like the. Uh, I like, I think he's done a good job making a New England uh, IPA with this beer because I get I agree. the the uh, the water that the what he's done. Uh, yeah. It, uh, the effect is there. Yeah, if you close your eyes and you don't, yeah. and you I mean, don't no, I think, it. It, I think it, yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be cloudy. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of beers I get that are like juicy, that aren't hazy. Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Because they've done a lot to get a lot of hot flavor into the beer.
0: Uh, Alan, is that is that? Do you think uh, do you attribute that more to your your water chemistry, or is it kind of the practices of you know the, what the bio transformation and stuff like that that lend to that smoother flavoring?
3: Well, one, a, a couple things there. Um, first of all, Minneapolis has great brewing water, really, really good brewing water. Uh, it it matches up almost to Pilsen, Czech Republic. So you get something really light and basic that you can make nice beers out of, um, but then you can add in, uh, which is what I like. I like to start with light bases uh, and add in however you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that makes the, the brewing life easy for us. But, but I guess when it comes to the water chemistry for this style, uh, I think it plays a role. But I think that the the hops themselves and when you're throwing them in, mm-hmm. at least with our, our base water chemistry, is, is going to be the vast majority of what makes the beer taste like it does. Right, so uh, kind of Water of, chemistry is kind of like the icing
6: you know, on the cake. Yeah, yeah, it won't get getting in the way or it's helping uh, yeah. at the very end. So what are you doing? Like a whirlpool, just a lot of whirlpool, like late additions kind of thing? Yep,
3: yep. Uh, I think we uh, yep, this yep, one. I, I like think that. we're only doing a thirty minute for bitter. Uh, oh. It's pretty pretty low edition, and uh-huh. then the vast vast majority is going to be
6: uh, late. Is in like five minutes or flame out even or, or
3: uh, five zero and flame out. And flame. Well, five zero and, and roll uh, Cool. Hmm.
6: Right.
3: And of course, dry hop, dry hop. So our best selling IPA right now is called Trollway. Uh, it's more of a West Coast style year round beer. Um, and the dry hop edition for both East and West is bigger than all the
6: hops in trolley. <laughs> wow. Because you do an early edition that gets the bitterness in the beer. Just a little bit, yeah. I
0: see. I think it's a cool concept, especially for a mixed four-pack. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. we sold two kegs every account, too. Oh, <laughs> really? Do you make them take it? Like, hey, look, if you want to order West, uh, you got to well, order East Well, legally, West I can't do that. That's a good marketing oh, scheme. That's true. But you, but the, the our our. But bars, everyone is taken too. They're, they're they're getting it. They 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 get it. They get the the concept. Oh totally.
3: I mean that's the fun. That's the fun of it.
6: Yeah. So is there a way for you to get the feedback on the voting? or Are you just asking the public? In, oh, like in the bars. Uh, what are you experiencing? Yeah. yeah, in the bars.
3: Yeah. So we we've got uh, the bartenders that are telling us which keg goes first at each account. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've got voting cards at each account, and we've got hashtags for East Winds oh. or West Winds nice. uh, on both Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That marketing uh, guy. So right now, East is winning.
0: East is winning. Okay, okay. Interesting. I mean, I guess I could see that. I could see that. I mean, they're, they're both great beers. Don't get me wrong. What made you go for a, for, East. for a red IPA?
3: Well, we wanted something that was that that was going to counter the East a little bit more, oh, and we man. wanted to get something that was a little bit more ruby in color. So it's it's almost hard to say red IPA per se, but yeah, uh, it's it still ends up it's not as Rich as a red might be, uh, I suppose that style is pretty open. Uh, it, it looks maltier than it is because it's actually relatively dry, for what comes out of it.
6: True, well, that's what you want: malt flavor, yeah. but uh, dry beer. Yeah. So uh, uh, I'm having trouble seeing that as a West Coast beer. I mean, West Coast IPA. is it? I mean, do you think
3: the West Coast would be? Well, so a West Coast and...
6: red, or yeah, it'd be lighter in color and uh, and uh, and well, even hoppier, But that's fine. It's it's plenty. It's mm-hmm. like a Pretty hoppy beer. I mean, it's got a nice hoppy finish on it.
0: But. Yeah, I think for the hops, it's right on. Yeah, but yeah.
6: I don't. I mean, I don't drink many
0: IPA, so I don't really know.
5: I think it's a good comparison of the kind of round, full-bodied uh, Best the best aspects, I guess I would say, of an East Coast IPA or New mm-hmm. England style IPA. Yeah, and then the Red IPA has a nice, crisp, sharp, clean finish. That's just bitterness, and that's it. Yeah. Um and so this really compares to me what I don't like about the New England IPAs. I don't cl- care so much about the clarity. Yeah. Other than the the shelf stability issues of having that much yeast and stuff in there, but Right. Um I don't like the round full body creaminess. Okay, you like the sharp I like the sh- if I'm going to have an IPA, cleanliness of right, the IPA. Sharp, crisp, clean finish, that's okay. bitter. Well,
6: yeah, and I always I, try to make this point about New New England style. IPAs. The point yeah. here is that people that are drinking them are those that are, don't want that big hot bite. They want it to be muddled and, and subdued. Right. Mm-hmm. You Warren, You don't like it. That's fine because you're, you're looking for the other side. Right. But there's a bunch of people who are who looking for the, the more muddled and subdued. And give, yeah. give me all the hot flavor, but I don't want all that bite. Yeah. Sure. Well,
3: well, yeah, the nice thing I like to say is, is you know, it's good that we all like different beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like saying, you know, if I like pepperoni pizza and you like sausage, but I got angry at you because you don't like pepperoni. Uh, that that just would be silly.
5: Right. Because they're both well, good. <laughs> right. Then at that point, my only issue is making it shelf-stable
0: at that well, point, yeah. turning out a con- consistent product. And really the only argument is, it, does pineapple belong on pizza? Like sausage and pepperoni, <laughs> sure, but pineapple, that's yeah, the argument. I say sure. yes. Uh, yeah, well, it depends no. on which country you're in. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I mean, and you know what? And to your point, Alon, uh, I, I can definitely see that you need something to, to, to counter uh, the kind of golden uh, and, and, you know, malt and, and hops of the East. Um, you know, that West, you get the crisp, you get the pine, um, and, you know, a, a little bit just a, a different-looking beer um you know so i i i could see it. the red the red works and you know it reminds me kind of a lot of uh like evil twin not evil twin yeah evil twin, evil right? twin yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh, a lot lighter red IPA. yeah uh yeah red yeah. ipa uh, it, it, i think it's good i like it yeah i like it it's a great beer. see now i'm drinking now I'm, i think maybe i like might like the west more. oh coming well, back well, to this the good side up. the
6: maltiness comes out a little bit although like you like you said it's really dry it is yeah. really dry. Yeah, yeah.
0: You can it's kind good, of feel it. Beer. like sometimes yeah. when I when I drink beers, I can I can I can visualize a graph of flavors, right? Like a line graph. And I could just when I'm tasting it, I can vision the malt, and then right when the dryness starts kicking in, it just drops. <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's, it's a visual thing for me. I visualize <laughs> mm-hmm. a graph of this. Sure. Is that yeah? Stupid? It looks like it's gonna taste toffee. Yeah, for sure. And then and there is a little bit. Just, you just the you just the the first blush and then it's just it's just crisp and dry and you got that hot bitterness in the back there and um that's really good. I like it. I like the East though too. God I don't like well, saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 can waver. Worry, no you can waver, I'll be no consistent. Listening. You're right. I'm not even listening half the time, god damn it. Uh, all right, Alan. I'll tell you what. Let me take a break real fast, um, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to try uh, your barrel aged beer. Awesome. Which is the um, the Gravity Well Imperial Stout, right? That's I got that right. That is the one. Okay, perfect. Uh, hang on a second. Actually, let me uh, let me tell everybody about Beersmith. Go to beersmith.com, get your 21-day free trial uh, of Beersmith. It's the, really the best software out there. There's uh, there's a few brewing softwares that are coming up that are, like, web-based only or whatever. Uh, beersmith.com has everything that you're going to need uh, to plan for to make the beers as consistent as they possibly can be. And you can import all your stuff from any other brewing software uh, Uh, You can type it in. You can add ingredients. You can do all that kind of stuff. Uh, But go to their website, beersmith.com, 21-day free trial for beersmith.com. Check them out. Upgrade your brewing. Do some cool shit. All right. We're going to take a break. We have Alon here from Insight Brewing in Minneapolis. Uh, We're going to come back. We're going to talk some more beer. We're going to drink some more beer. um, And we might burp. I don't know. Who can tell? It's the session. Hang on. (coughs)
2: Listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters.
1: Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a brew 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the Brewing Network.com our treatment today. we
0: hey what's up this is blake from creature comforts you're listening to the session on the brewing network all right welcome back everybody before we get back to Elan, I want to tell you guys about the CraftBeer.com Beer and Food Course. It's the groundbreaking course that leads professionals and enthusiast chefs alike through the basics of pairing beer and food. CraftBeer.com Beer and Food Course was built by a Culinary Institute of America graduate and a certified Cicerone, so they know what they're talking about. There are two versions. There's a professional version made for chefs, restaurateurs, brewers, and hospitality professionals alike. And uh, the second one is an enthusiast version created for at-home chefs. Learn how to pair beer with your favorite foods, including chocolate, charcuterie, and cheese. You also get to ultimately know beer styles. You'll see data and stories that will convince you that full-flavored beer deserves a place on the menu, along with wine and spirits. Oh, and the course is free. I don't know if we mentioned that. Visit craftbeer.com to learn more about their beer and food course.
6: All yeah, right. You had me at free.
0: <laughs> right? If, if you're going to say charcuterie, shouldn't mm-hmm. you say chocolat? For uh, is is chocolate a French word? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. It's a movie. It is a movie. Oddly enough, not about chocolate. I think. Oh, really? I haven't seen it. Neither have I. Oh, I think or Johnny or Depp's or in or it, right? <laughs> I don't know. Alon, have you seen Chocolat?
6: Uh, I
3: have, but it's been a long time, and I have no idea if there's chocolate in it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd says it's a great way to spend an afternoon. <laughs> Are you friends with Paul Rudd? I, I think now? that's a line from a movie. That's what I know about chocolate <laughs> it is a line from another person's movie right, that Paul Rudd's in talking about chocolate. Oh yeah.
0: Well, goddamn it. That sounds great. <laughs> now I want to go watch it. Yeah, you should do. It. I don't know what movie that is. That they're just talking about it, it. Oh, that's all I want. Oh, <laughs> want a third party opinion. <laughs> whatever. Uh, all right, Elon, we have you back. That's for sure. And uh, we're getting flashed in the window here by you know, oh. the staffers. No, he's not flashing us. Oh, he's got um, a churro shirt on. So Bev is opening up. Uh, actually, I lied. Instead of the gravity well, <laughs> I don't think I she opened up the sunken in the halls of the sunken city. That doesn't look like an imperial stout. Which is a saison. Did you cut yourself? And uh, Bev just cut herself. Are you bleeding? You're not bleeding. So. All right, we can move on. Um, Which is a a Saison brewed with uh, Sauvignon Blanc grapes.
3: Is that the, uh, did did it come in a can or a bottle? came in a can. a can, all right. So that is a beer that uh, came off of, the idea of this one came from uh, my bike trip in Belgium and France.
0: Smells amazing. Uh, In Belgium
3: I drank some Saisons and in France I drank wine. Uh, and I had an idea of wanting to blend the two together to keep it a beer, uh, but but give a little bit of influence from from the grapes into the beer itself. Yeah. Um, so this one is uh, a Belgian style Saison, then brewed with uh, just a little bit more than 10% South Blanc wine grapes. Uh, we get ours from Napa Valley, um, <laughs> and uh, they are fermented out fully in the beer. Uh, and it gives it just a little bit of an accent. Uh, but I, I realized that Sauvignon Blanc is, is pretty much the same thing to wine as Saison is to beer. Mm. You get that kind of herbal, little citrus character out of it uh, uh, for both Saison and, and Sauvignon Blanc. So they seem to partner really well together.
6: And what hop uh, are we are we have in this beer? Uh,
3: in this one, we have uh, Cascade uh, and just a touch of
6: Warrior. Warrior. They were trying Nelson Savant. Nelson
3: Hart? Uh I know that would be a nice one. Uh, yeah, it's like a, we, we we have used it before, and it, it does sound like a
6: natural fit in this it would beer. Be, would be natural.
0: Yeah, the, the nose on that is amazing. It smells
6: great. Man, here this, this is good. Yeah, your uh, water. I can. I just taste the, uh, the the water, and and all your beers have been just perfect.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're we're pretty darn lucky to be in Minneapolis. All those lakes. Uh, <laughs> it, it it's there's a new filtration plant uh, back in oh. 2011. Well, uh, so they 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 make some great water out there there's not even chlorine that comes out of our pipes
6: so right. how do they do that oh, man? Man. don't you have to have that in the pipes to make sure it makes it do you way? do so
3: chlorine goes in but chloramine comes out okay and it's low enough levels to where if if need be you can counter that with uh sodium thiosulfate. sulfate ended up talking with the city chemist quite a bit before we okay. um, launched the brewery excellent uh so we had we had the the compound on hand ready to use if we needed it and ever needed it
5: are you just sucking water out of the Mississippi? Is that where it's coming from? That is
3: where it comes from, yeah.
5: Okay. I don't yeah, know you were just so being naturally
3: we, you make stouts uh, out of that water, but out of the filtered water, I'm joking here, uh, it, it's pretty darn good. Yeah. So they've been rated highest municipal water supply uh, for at least multiple years running since 2011. Wow. Um, it happens to be that it's really good brewing water, too. Huh.
0: So you don't have to do much with it, and 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 what you do, it just it depends on the beer styles, right? That's obvious, okay.
6: I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you just push it where you want it to go. You don't have to like back anything out of it. It's like,
0: you know, oh, like no, whiteboard. So yeah. What, Alon? Did we lose you again? nope i'm here okay good okay sorry just gonna drink (laughs) i just wanted to make sure (laughs) i just wanted to make sure he's chugging a beer i get nervous about it i don't want to lose anybody so do me a favor tell me about uh we can finally get to the names of the beers and the naming scheme and stuff like that um which i think is 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 really great uh how how did you guys decide on on the naming scheme of your beers and and i don't know if you can describe to to our listeners what you know what you're kind of after there
3: Yep. So what we do is uh, we, we travel the world, literally, and get inspiration from different countries, whether it come in the form of a collaboration beer or, or a new, new recipe, new, just a new ingredient, or maybe it's a new process. Uh, but what we do is then we take a legend from that part of the world and turn that into a beer. Hmm. So uh, Stuckin' City, for example, uh, is from South France. And similar to the sunken city of Atlantis, this one is the sunken city of Wise. Uh, and our mythical brewmaster had to dive <laughs> into the sunken city to retrieve lost scrolls of beer recipes. Mm. So oh, we, nice. we, we develop a, a little story behind uh, each beer. And in fact, we have different stories on our website, different stories on our cans, uh, different stories in the tap room so that people can get a better idea of who this brewmaster is and okay. we're even working on long-form storytelling now, so it's possible, unless someone else has done it, that uh, we might be the first uh, brewery to write a novel.
6: Short story on
0: every oh, beer. Oh, really? Yeah. That would be cool, man. Wow. Yeah, with a, a
5: beer pairing for each chapter?
3: Kind of. I mean, essentially, it, it would, like I've actually read 12 pages. We, we, we've actually done some of this. Uh, I've read 12 pages of what we wrote, and it, it was like as enticing as Harry Potter, hmm. uh, but it was
6: about beer. Well, I I can't say it's a bad idea. It sounds like it sounds really cool. It sounds
0: like you can even do just a podcast. I mean, there's a lot of story podcasts out there. Like uh, Welcome to Night Vale is 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 you know one of the more popular ones that I like. Um, But you can maybe you know do something like that too. You guys can just get pretty. uh, You can kind of go wherever with it. There's a lot of uh, I think there's a market, a growing market for short story format right now.
3: I think so, and it does let us be a little bit different uh, and go a little bit deeper with with our brand. Which which you know,
0: but yeah.
3: th- there's a lot of beer out there, and there's a lot of good beer out there. Uh, so how else can you tell the story of your brewery? And this is this is how we wanted to do it.
0: Right. I mean, you can even make like a, a card game out of it. You know, there's a lot of card games out now, or like some sort of uh, mobile app. Send your brewmaster around diving for the sunken scrolls. You can do all sorts of stuff.
6: Oh yeah. Is there imagery for this brewmaster guy? Uh, not yet, actually, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh,
3: but there will be this year. I see. So we're, oh. we're working on two different uh, videos right now uh, to bring the, the Brewmaster to life this year.
6: Uh-huh. It'll be like an animation or a, or a costume? Uh, one or? of them is going to have animation. Uh,
3: uh-huh. The other one, is, actually, I think both of them will have some sort of animation, but, but there's a lot of uh, uh, real life in there. Have you guys can't. thought about doing
5: geocaching type stuff? I don't know what it means But it seems <laughs> like something That it would cool. work for you guys it, yeah, it seems so. like a word.
6: A question It seems yeah. like a
0: word I should put in here right now Because it, right. it might match with the things that you're trying it to do It sounds like it does <laughs> yeah.
6: Oh, good question. Uh, but yes, we've obviously been working on that. Yeah,
0: Excellent. of course. Any good idea we've done already, so don't try to take okay, it. right. Any bad idea we we don't want to touch. Right. That's pretty much what Well, it.
6: I like what you've done with the marketing, the backstory, and the traveling. Uh, I would just stay home on the couch and smoke weed to get my creativity. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a lot of extra baggage. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of airports you know stuff. Where I, you know where I need to be in right now? My underwear. Hold on a <laughs> <Yeah>. second. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, that's
3: great all right so I did just google geocaching I totally get it. I get it uh yeah that that doesn't actually sound like a good idea I'm happy to say what it is
0: oh yeah yeah please tell Warren what his question was
3: <laughs> well it it uh at least Google is telling me that uh it's it's something especially with uh uh uh, maps today for how detailed they are on your phone that you can you can hide things and and create kind oh. of a map so that people yeah. can find things in real life kind of like Pokemon uh, right? yeah. that you have hidden based off of uh, geography or clues or whatever it might be
5: yeah so you're welcome for that idea
3: yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it
5: um, unless it tanks and then it's tasty. for follow, follow, follow the brewmaster <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you <laughs> could leave a bottle. Wherever you geocache. Yeah, litter. Why thing. not? Yeah, yeah, leave a bottle of beer. For so me. I actually did have an
3: idea for something, I suppose, similar to this. I wasn't, I wasn't even going to do it. Now I feel like I have to. <laughs> uh, just because of the name, it's just too kitschy. Uh, Easter keg hunt. I feel like I had to hide a keg uh, somewhere around Easter
0: town. keg hunt. Yeah. That would be pretty good.
5: Look for the pastel keg <laughs> hidden
6: under a bush. Sitting right. in warm sun and yeah. great yeah, it'll be amazing. there has <laughs> gotta be a leprechaun at the end, uh chicken ID though.
5: Well <laughs> Minnesota right. April could be cool I enough for a keg that issue. Outside, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. You're right. I so I could have sworn that that your names were named after like D and D kind of role playing stuff. Uh you know, tabletop we, gaming. We've heard D&D that uh, we've heard, we heard Harry Potter, we've heard uh uh
3: Oh, we heard, yeah, we've
0: heard it. I mean, I would, I would have, I would have bet, I would have bet Tasty's right arm that. It was like these are all D and D references. The other one is it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your left arm is hurting. The, no, oh, we should call, it, we should call the police. Um, but the that's, police. But, yeah, but that's not it at all.
6: Yeah, okay, <laughs> well, I like yeah, yours. Yeah. <laughs> I like your uh, you should have called a medic. He died in like 10 right. minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, wrong. I went to rest him.
0: <laughs> Thank, thanks, guys. Uh, but I like that they're that they're the, the, the named after the travels of your of your fictional brewmaster. I like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It keeps it fun. There's no lack you know. of, like of legends to use there. Very good. So right. For it's, sure. Also, make sure we have to keep traveling and brewing beer and oh, not damn. find the way into that um, gig. So oh, that sucks.
5: Yeah. I'm
0: sorry to hear yeah. that, man. So you did some thinking before picking this theme. <laughs> yeah. How can we uh, travel in perpetuity? Oh, right. Oh yeah, branding.
6: No, so, you guys did a great job of marketing. Yeah. I, I, uh, Kraft does a terrible job. You did a great job. Yeah. You did good, man.
0: Um, okay, let's get to let's get to the uh, the gravity well, which is your Scotch barrel aged imperial stout from 2015.
3: Yeah, so this <laughs> is a beer that we age for a full year before we release it at our anniversary party. Uh, and the first year we did eight barrels where that was our first barrel program. Um, and this last year we did 40 oh my. Uh, and, and, and we're doubling that again for next year. So it's popular. Uh, so it, it's working. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. I, I actually would have been ecstatic if we had three people in line waiting for this beer, uh, for our anniversary party. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Like no one, <laughs> ever it on. no one tasted it. Uh, ended up, we had 300 people, in line, which was pretty cool. So. Uh, it was nice because you get to run out of the beer, and, and uh, it makes it a little bit more special that way. Um, but the reason I age Imperial South is I, I think of them kind of like a, a nice red wine. Um, you know, there, There's a reason why right now you're not drinking 2016 Cabernet, because it's not ready yet. Right. It um, needs a little bit of time to age and mature and, and mellow out. So I, I see dark beers, uh, especially bigger dark beers, as, as the same. Uh, you can get them tasting really good right away, but you give that some time, uh, and in my mind, it's like eight plus months uh, is when you can start to see a lot of imperial styles really mellow out and 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 show off some more complexity, little sherry like characters. So that's why we
6: age ours a year and and uh, makes it a fun one.
5: Yeah, this beer is worth the wait.
6: <laughs> well, I think it's, you know, it, it could be more oxidized. It's almost too clean. What do you? I mean, it's really good. First of all. You think it's and too perfect? It's like too perfect. This where, <laughs> like the barrel was just too kind to it. You
3: know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I wish that the barrels really would have been like that. There were a few leakers in there.
6: Really? Oh, really? Well, no. We blended them, they didn't show up in the blend. Are, are you getting we, we to select up the scotch? barrels, yeah. Okay, well, you have to. Sure. Are
5: right. you getting to select the scotch barrels, or are, are you just at the mercy of whatever a barrel supplier is giving you?
3: So we've gone with a lot of different uh, uh, barrel suppliers in the past. We've gone straight to the distilleries as well. Uh, in this case, we wanted to pick out, so we did three different beers of Gravity Well this year. We did the, the original uh, bourbon barrel and scotch barrel. Um, uh, bourbon barrel, we did Woodford Reserve
4: Ooh, uh, yeah. for
3: this year. Uh, and scotch, I, I actually signed a contract. I can't tell you which one. No.
5: But I can't oh. say that it's
3: 24 years old.
5: It's a 24-year-old wow. scotch barrel?
0: We have so to
3: actually, you don't get that much out of it. Uh, you get a little <laughs> little bit of oak. You get a touch of scotch. It comes off kind of smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the bourbon barrel, that one, was, I think that one was twelve. I want to say. Uh, uh, is uh, the scotch but is... that one? You got a lot more robust bourbon and oak out of.
0: Is the scotch an Islay? Uh
3: it is not.
0: Okay. I, I okay. was just
5: going to say that but it's, it's it not very peaty. <laughs> yeah. And so that, that's why I was kind of when it, yeah, was it comes reading up, the
0: bottle clean, actually yeah. yeah
5: reading the bottle yeah. I was expecting it to be a lot. That's petyr. not this
0: one. So the, the the 2015 has the scotch that you can't say. Correct. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the 16 that we're not drinking yet.
3: No, so we don't My have bad. the 16 right now. Is is so our anniversary is in November. Okay. Uh, so the 2015 was the 2016 release.
0: Got it. But okay. so it was uh, brewed
3: in 2015.
0: Okay. So the year Got on it. the bottle is when it was brewed, not when it was released. Yeah. Correct. Okay. okay, got it. I'm all over it now. We're up to speed. Yeah. If we come uh, <laughs> if, if we come for NHC, can we try some of the 16?
6: Why yeah, not, Yeah, right? absolutely. We'd have all to pull right. it out of barrels, but happy Hell to do yeah. it. Yeah, bring That's some great. to the brewer's night, and, uh, you know, we'll <laughs> <laughs> bring me over there, Man. and I'll drink the whole thing. Yeah, I just want to drive around. Well, there's no time to. Usually, I mean, there's no time know, for us to bar hunt.
0: I can. Ju- I just. I'm just going to leave. I'm just leave the, Bev will be at the booth. <laughs> just leave Bev at the booth okay, by well, herself, like uh, we do every that's year. <laughs> that's
3: pretty much my life.
0: That's what she does. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds, sounds like sure. a plan. Cool. Yeah. This good is
2: to, good to know. Things are changing.
0: No. Yeah. For sure. Well, they're they're changing. There's just less people to abandon you now. That's right. A fact. Yeah. Uh, d- tell me a little bit about this beer, Alon. This is a, a very big, chewy beer, but clean. And and, yeah. and I would say I would say dry
6: like a dry fine. finish, but a lot of malt. It's not lot like of, it's got a malt, good malt flavor, but that yes. malt sweetness. It's and great,
0: you know, so, sometimes beers like this they can leave that like sticky coating on your lips, yeah. right. which is is fine. This beer doesn't have that. I could for drink me. a large
6: volume of this beer, which most right. like
0: it's like a like hundred thousand like, percent. No, it's like ten point eight. I think
6: is it that strong? Ron? Oh wow, ten yeah, five. Yeah, this, kind of, uh, at
3: least my mentality for. Imperial Stouts has has been to you, you can get a lot of flavor out of them, uh, but I, I don't prefer the ones that have final gravities of like ten fifty. You know that's that's, yeah. that's that's just too high. <laughs> right. uh, I, I'd, I'd rather something that is I don't know. Maybe you guys agree. Maybe not. Let me know if you don't. Uh, but it, it's again kind of relatively balanced for at least what the beer is, uh, and getting a little bit of that dry character. Just by having such a high um, starting gravity, you you still get that that sense of uh, robustness, or if I can make up a word, robustity uh, <laughs> should be a word, by the way.
0: Yeah, it, but, is, it is now. Yeah, it's I think so. It's just be robusted. Uh, oh, that's something
3: robustness different. Robustness just oh. doesn't just doesn't cut it.
6: That's yeah.
3: It. Uh, but, yeah, you get a lot of flavor. There's a ton of flavor out of this.
6: Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, it's all about. But that. it's
3: still you don't have to you don't have to really it that much you can can still kind of drink it
6: excuse
0: me i think i see what you mean uh, when you're talking about the balance and and i think some beers like this can be super malty um and with a lot of like toffee notes and then and then kind of comes the little roast and and yeah right but this kind of has everything in moderation and it's almost like equal parts and then you get the roastness and the kind of dryness coming in to clean it all up at the finish it's like the cleanup mm-hmm. crew. Uh, but you get the toffee, you get the malt, um, you get all those deeper flavors, but they're all, uh, n- nothing really stands out. They're very well blended together.
3: Yeah, and this is one that we had. Uh, uh, so we, we do a little bit of age testing at the brewery. Oh. Um, and you can you can get an idea. It's not a perfect science because there, I think people disagree a little bit on um, exact temperatures and time, but you can you can force age of beer uh, based on temperature. It's not going to necessarily be the most suave aging. Uh, I think the best aging you can get out there is probably at the bottom of a lake. Uh, <laughs> just takes longer, right? But if you can have something that sits at uh, I think we were doing eighty eight degrees Fahrenheit mm-hmm. uh, and have it sit at that temperature, uh, it, it's somewhere in the range. Of about, uh, I think it was three three months for every three days at that temperature for what you get in terms of uh, oxidation, uh, aging, aging and, and and microbial growth. Theoretically, mm-hmm. if you if you had to just make sure that you're microbial free, so well, we had that's age, what you, that's what you observe, on that you observed, or
6: is that science? But, What's that? Is that what you observed, or is that science?
3: Is that no, science? this one came from. Uh, we actually didn't make that one up ourselves, so that one was. <laughs> so
6: three days from uh,
3: as close to science as you can get. That still isn't a. But it's uh,
6: sensory wise.
3: Agreed you... on science by everyone. Okay.
6: You didn't do lab on it to so... say that it oxidizer. Or... You sensory wise mm, it did. No,
5: we so we did
3: check oxidation, but even oh. when you age something, the 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 level of oxidation doesn't change. Uh, but the perceived the, 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 the perception of the oxidation <laughs> yeah. will change. So what you, you, you could have does, but not the 20 rat. parts per billion, but you'll still have 20 parts per billion in a year. Mm-hmm. It'll just taste different.
6: The lab will taste, hmm. show the same, but the, it'll taste
5: different. Are yeah. you Correct. barrel aging in a uh, humidity and temperature controlled room?
3: We are not. Uh, we, we do it at a time of year where we have more control over temperature. So we do have temperature control when we're barrel aging. Um, but it's not humidity control. So we we use the hose for that.
6: So I we th- have taken us off track here a little bit. So you were just talking about the three days, three months. Continue with that train the thought. What did you find? Uh- yeah,
3: so so what we had done is we, we took the beer, and I'm putting air quotes around this, we took the mm-hmm. beer to six years uh, okay. <laughs> because we wanted to see, for one, is it packaged properly? Mm-hmm. For two, what's the rough and tough perceived oxidation level that we're going to get in six years? Mm. Uh, and it turned out quite nice, actually. The, uh, the, the chocolate uh, came out quite a bit more as the roast went quite a bit down. Sure. Uh, and that turned a little bit more into sherry character as well, which it wasn't quite. You know, I've had some really old stouts and barley wines before, so it wasn't as, as abrupt sherry as you might get with the true aging. Right. Uh, but you, you could kind of see that poking through a little bit. But you could tell the, the biggest difference was in the malt profile, where the chocolate started to pop through a bit more.
0: Okay so I'm uh, Alana you've listened to the show I'm I'm pretty slow so let me just make sure I got this so you're saying that you can you can fake age a beer at 88 degrees in three days, gives you about three months of perceived aging. I know that's all like uh, you know, w- w- you know, w- w- theoretical. But is, is that what you were saying? So if I had a barley wine and I had had it in the bottle, keep it at eighty eight for three days, that would simulate what it possibly could taste like in three months.
3: Yes, and okay. and that's something that I hope had my lab manager doesn't email me saying no it was actually this time uh, <laughs> well but, email me uh, personally because i, so, I want to know the truth so yeah
6: well, if you don't break
3: down close we'll and, issue you know, a retraction is a if i have to yeah right um, right but, but yes yes that's what i'm saying I, i'm well, sure so that, this, so, that's
5: package dependent too because the amount of yeah this the quality of the seal would affect that yeah. because if you're continuously it getting does and it depends PV on how
3: how yeah. much oxygen was there in the first place because right. that's it's got to be – yeah, there's a ton of variables around this, which is why I think that we've talked to a few different lab managers at other breweries as well, and and uh, a few of them agree, a few of them don't. And, uh, but it's
6: something, right? You can, you
3: can right. do yeah, – we were trying to find essentially some sort of way to quantify interest? aging.
0: What was that? Go ahead, Alon. i okay. sorry.
3: I was saying we, what we were trying to do is we were seeking to quantify yeah. aging in some sort of way so that we could always be using numbers to increase – our shelf life on our products and, and, and keep getting better and better. But if we didn't have anything to go against, if the only because there there are some six prominent lab people that from big breweries that were telling us the only way to do it is just to let the beer sit for that long. Really? Like, oh, come on, come on, science. There's yeah, got to be a way. way. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought
6: that was well uh, known that you could over yeah, time and temperature. Yeah. Okay. But okay, so so did you, you talk about like in terms of shelf life considerations. What about, like, flavors? Let's say the roast drops out after three years, theoretical years. Do you, would you add more roast in the beginning to make sure that's there? Or?
3: Well, I think it depends. So at least the, the profile that I got off the beer, I'd say probably not. Okay. Uh, because it's not I think that if bad. people are aging a beer, you, you probably want to see some sort of difference. And in reality, there are going to be people who drink it immediately after they buy it. Cool. So you have to balance out a little bit of what do you want it to taste like now and what do you want it to taste
6: like later. I'm going to ask you one thing uh, The... Uh, what would you say to the 300 geeks that uh, hmm. got in line and got okay. this beer? How long should they wait before they drink it? Probably half have already drank it, right?
3: So what I tell people is, we first of all we aged it a year, so drink one. Uh, so you made and it. Then so you another one for however long you want. So get two. Okay.
0: I, li- I like yeah. that. I like that concept. You know what? Buy multiples of the thing.
3: Yeah, yeah I've mean, got like cares? six. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you need to try it for 15
5: years, and you have to try one a year. <laughs> That's, That's true. Yeah.
0: You just have to. A hard limit okay. two per customer. That, so. You, yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you make people buy 15 at a time. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> you tell me how to do that, and we'll uh, we'll be good.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when I see an IPA at my uh, liquor store, at uh, 72 degrees. How many, uh, what's it, well, how many, uh, three days is how many months on that, what
3: do you think? I know it's scale. not linear, so okay. I don't know the answer to okay. that. Okay, I have to do my own
6: okay. test, I guess.
0: All right. Yeah, I could tell you probably the way it tastes. Don't yeah, buy it, man. Right. I, I yeah. could
3: tell you a number.
0: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, he'll, he, yeah. He could tell you a number. I like Elon. I think he'd make right. a good broadcaster. He'd mm. make shit up. I mean, make it right. up. Yeah, yeah. No, make it up. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? You, you, you need a number. You need something to go on, even if it's fuzzy math. Exactly. As long as you're doing the fuzzy math consistently, your numbers are going to be consistent relative to whatever shit you just made up.
3: That's it. It's kind of like IBUs. What does an IBU mean? I don't. I don't know yet. And, um, but just if you have me. a recipe that says there's forty IBUs, and you know what that means to you, then you know what a fifty IBU beer at the same gravity
0: level means yeah. as well. Right. And It's more. It's more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that,
3: that, seriously, I, I my, my is in life, I'll never know what an IBU is.
0: Really, what, what do you mean? Just. Um,
3: well, you, what you want? There's. So an IBU tells you so little. Uh, like Gravity Well has more IBUs than um, our best-selling IPA, uh, which is 75, and Gravity Well is at, I think, it's 82. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's all about the perceived IBU. The IBU to mm-hmm. most people means how much balance. bitterness am I going to taste in the beer. Right. right. Or is it actually it's just a
5: balancing component against the malt?
6: Yeah, I'd yeah. like to know whether the yeah, beer the, is like hop neutral, hop forward, you know, you know how bad, whatever.
5: Yeah, but it's still just like SRM, in that it's only telling you how dark a beer is, not what color it is. Because you can so have here,
3: a, a, a red beer that has guys. the same if SRM as If you can come up a with brown. a sexy name for the B U G U ratio, uh, I think that would be the most useful term yeah, for people. Exactly. Right.
6: Brewing networkizing. It's the number on the mm. beer menu. That would tell me that, yeah, B-U-G. Right. And, you know,
0: and I've I've talked to, to some brewers in passing where they're, they're like, you know, the worst thing to happen in brewing in the last 20 years is everyone knows what the fucking IBU stands for.
6: <laughs> exactly. They don't know now, so why don't we introduce these, like, 25-year-olds yeah, well, to these... Uh, well, and it was, a new term. Yeah, and I think it was really
0: hit the market, like... Two thousand five ish or so, like early two thousands, where IBUs were everywhere, and then you just have the IBU chasers. Where right. all the the, the, the the IPA that yeah. you were drinking a year ago yeah. at sixty IBUs was fine. Right. Now you wanted at seventy or eighty, and you don't drink that other one because it only has sixty and m- more yeah. must be better. Oh, have you seen this one? One hundred and twenty. It gotta drink it all. That's my it's new gotta favorite be better. Now. Yeah. Did you guys get that out in in the Midwest there? The uh, the kind of IBU panic of you know the early two thousands. I think that it's
3: passed a little bit. Yeah, um, yes, definitely. I, I remember it as well, and I remember some of the beers that were 2,000 IBUs. You know, are they, really? <laughs> right, uh, I remember that. But, don't get me wrong, great marketing, I suppose. You know, it, yeah. sells, it sells Whoa. a couple beers. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't really tell you much, and, and yeah, people were just looking for more. But now I think... Uh, at least in Minnesota, we're the Midwest usually is the the last place to get the latest trends,
6: uh, every <laughs> once in a while we can create something. But <laughs> have you guys uh, heard of denim? It's amazing. Uh, aliens land uh, helps them out a lot. <laughs> but we're we you know we're, we're getting there. Don't worry.
3: Uh, we Minnesota has actually grown quite a bit in terms of beer in the last five
0: years. That's what I hear. Um,
6: two years sure. ago,
3: it's it was it was not. Uh, you know, it, it was getting there, but just I've seen the quality of beer go up quite a bit uh, in the last couple of years, which you know makes my job harder. But,
6: well, you mentioned five um, years, so we're um, going to get fun. to experience that. We we were there when was when, when was the it was two thousand ten? Yeah, so six years later, six we're going to be back ago. there yeah. in have seen So, so it's oh yeah, totally twenty ten, you had
3: yeah. a lot fewer breweries to talk to. We've, yeah. we've yeah. now uh, I think we're up to. Gosh, I actually don't know the number offhand. One hundred and twenty, maybe one hundred and twenty breweries. Wow.
6: In so, yes, we haven't been it,
5: back. It's going to be night and day.
0: Yeah, and and wow. I think I think correct me if I'm wrong, but the hotel, in order to get a good craft beer, we had to go to like a bar that was like a mile away. Like I don't remember. I remember having right, yeah. to leave yeah. yeah. oh, right. the location. It was sort of a wasteland in for beer. Way, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and it was
6: kind of shocking. Uh-huh, yeah, that won't be the case. Yeah,
0: uh, there's, no. the main reason was there was a law
3: here that prevented uh, breweries to have tap rooms, oh, so people yeah. were scared to start breweries and sell Mm 2500 barrels of beer and fail because you didn't have enough money right um but that law passed and and then breweries just popped out of the framework and my god um and they've it's been tremendous growth here for the past uh five years now
0: the person that introduced that bill should have a statue in the town square (laughs) because that's (laughs) yeah yeah, he's uh, uh, he's still pretty active
3: as well he was the mayor and, and he's uh yeah, people like that guy.
6: <laughs> I can see why, wow. man. I can Let's see bring why. Bring him to the festival and buy yeah. him a beer.
0: Speaking of trends, uh, what's going on there in Minneapolis that uh, that you're seeing that we should be on the hunt for in uh, in, in June when we hit your spot?
3: Right now, um, it's it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of funny. Uh, surprise IPAs, uh, but IPAs are are the biggest growing, uh, not just in craft beer in general, but in Minnesota. Uh, it seems like everyone's trying to get the, the latest IPA out. And I'd say even by June, there's going to be uh, a lot of New England IPAs in the market as well. Um, you know, we, we I think we were the second one uh, to get a New England IPA for a Minnesota brewery into a can. I think we were only second by like a week. Uh, but there's a lot of other breweries that are throwing out that style. Um, so we're we're pretty IPA heavy
0: here. Okay. So I should beware. Now you guys
3: will probably come and laugh at us when when
0: I say IPA heavy. Uh, <laughs> this but... is, what's this pale ale doing here? <laughs> but yeah,
3: now we're 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 doing a little bit with sours as well. Oh yeah, uh, we're a little underdeveloped in that area. We've got um, we like we did our first. I shouldn't say sour; it's more of just a funky beer. Uh, and then our first actual sour is coming out later this month. But even even we are still. You know, kind of at the forefront of the, the sour industry and in uh, Minnesota. There's there's a few out there now, but it's it's not a ton.
0: Okay, that sounds interesting, man. I can't wait. It sounds like uh, like new territory for us, West Coasters. That's for sure.
3: Yeah, and and a little blindness of familiarity as well. So when you get here, you'll probably see a few things that I
0: miss. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sure to write in our report back to you.
6: Hope we meet you
3: there. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, no, guys, reach out. Let's uh, let's grab some beer from Barrels when you're out here and have some fun.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. Alon, I appreciate it, man. Insight Brewing, uh, how can people find out more about your beer, Alon?
3: Yeah, probably the best place would be uh, website or Facebook, uh, insightbrewing.com. Otherwise, uh, just find us, Insight Brewing, on Facebook. We we keep it pretty updated and, and have some fun on there.
0: Awesome. That sounds great. I really appreciate the time, and I appreciate you sending us beers. Uh, they were uh, yeah. they were they were outstanding, man. I, I, it, was, it was great.
3: Yeah, it was great being on the show. I appreciate the invite.
0: Awesome. Yeah, anytime, and uh, we'll we'll track you down in June for sure. Don't worry about that. You said barrel samples, and that that guarantees we'll be there.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, we'll have some fun. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. Take it easy.
3: Good deal. Cheers, Bye. guys. Bye.
0: Good beers. Yes, beer yeah. yeah, please. And this this dude, this barrel one, the, the gravity wall, that keeps changing. Oh, as, and a, that, as it's warming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. as it's warming as, up. As 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 dark do. It, yeah. They do, right? But for me, it's very different. It's like a, a hyper-color T-shirt. If I can date myself for a bit. A just, what? it just hypercolor hyper T-shirt. You never heard I'll of it? I get of getting more color, roast now. A tie-dye yeah. T-shirt? I was getting more roast, and then I'm getting kind of more toffee and less oh, roast, oh, and it's kind of just doing this thing. Okay, well,
6: man. yeah, those uh, minor esters show up when they warm up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm getting more chocolate. Yeah. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. It's so good. I need more... I here. Yeah, well, you know, there's half a bottle of my, it. Yeah, <laughs> the we have don't let you get the last.
0: Uh, no, they yeah. don't. If you have a big nose, if you have a Greek nose, I, like, okay. me, yeah, yeah, a, nose too, like me, or Casey a big nose too, you got to mm. like do the whole 180 degrees backwards <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Before we take a break, Adam and Eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom, and they're backing up that promise. Check this out. Go to adamandeve.com, and you'll get 50% off almost any item when you enter offer code Army at checkout. Okay. That's a good deal in and of itself. We all know that. Of course. Army, right? B-N-A-R-M-Y. Uh, now, backed by popular demand and for a limited time only, you'll also get a free Big O kit. Who doesn't love the big O, right? Right. We have to have it. We actually need it. I think we crave it. It sounds complicated. I know, but it's not. Uh, Adam and Eve's big O kit includes their exclusive Climax gel and a mini vibrator. So now you've got a new way to get her off, which is pretty good. What girl wouldn't, wouldn't love that? You'll also see. I'm tongue tied talking about it. Juice yeah. me. So, uh, I, are, you, I, I, are you using one right now? <laughs> <laughs> I might be. Either that, I'm getting a phone call. It's oh. weird. Uh, you'll also get your entire order sent to you for free. So hurry up. Take advantage of this limited time offer. You can choose a new adult toy, a naughty movie, or almost anything else. When you choose that one item at 50% off, you'll also get free shipping, plus that aforementioned Big O kit, which includes the Climax gel and the mini vibrator. You won't find this deal anywhere else. Just use offer code BNARMY at checkout. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y. You guys know how to spell that. BNARMY at adamandeve.com. I love those guys. Okay. yeah, Here we go. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. I got a little bit of beer news because uh, especially here in the Bay Area, there's some, there's some big beer news happening. Mm-hmm. So we're going to chat about that. And uh, I think that might be it. Oh, we got Twitter game, Twitter game. of course, to do. And, uh, you know, all that kind of shit. It's the session. Hang on. We'll be right back.
2: You're listening to the Brewcasters, Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. rest mashing is easy to do. All for under 300 bucks. They also feature the Mark II work pump, a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much, as well as exclusive Brewers Edge regulators and quality Keg King kegs and disconnects. Check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to brew their vast selection. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What
6: do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. <laughs> It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, Easy bread. oh yeah. Oh, Moilens. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's
1: Moilens time. Moilens is for you. Yeah! It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps
6: me out. What?
1: Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love.
6: Oh yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moilens. Gotta try it on tap at Moilens. In Nevada. They're friggin' awesome! Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers! Boom!
2: Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four-pack Tall Boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them
1: out at moylands.com <laughs>
2: Oh yeah. That's definitely more of an American meat, but I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft lines. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For
1: sure. How about we head somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone certification program. We know beer.
0: Hey, this is Julian Trego from Beachwood Brewing, and you are listening to The Session on the Brewing Network. All right, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Boy. It's tough work, right? Man, I tell you, these beers, they got me going. Yeah. They got me a little... uh, I'm ready ready to uh, either have some more or stop doing this. (laughs) Right. I had to get a glass of water, and I'm like, wow, what's going on right now? Maybe it's that coffee finally coursing through. me. Mm, maybe I should drink more of the coffee one. Yeah, I saved a little bit of that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to hit more of the coffee one. Uh, check out, everybody, Nishimini Creek Brewing. Uh, actually, they're going to be on the session, I think, in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. oh. We're going to get them on finally. Yeah, nice. Jeremy uh, from Nishimini Creek is going to come on. Uh, they've been on the Philly Beer Map uh, since 2012. They're three-time Philly Beer Scene Magazine Brewer of the Year, 14, 15, and 16. Two-time GABF Vienna-style lager medal winner. In uh, 2013, they won the gold. 2016, they won the bronze. <clears throat> and also, they got a bronze for their smoked lager in 16 as well. And they're huge. They've recently expanded, and they've recently renovated their tab room with 24 beers. Uh, of theirs on tap, 18 of which are rotating and seasonal limited beers, which is really cool. They're nice. trying to keep things fresh
6: there. It sounds like they're doing a great yeah, job. it's like a brewery yeah. tap room and a rotating tap house at the same time.
0: Yeah. Uh, they have a variety of styles, from hoppy double IPAs to sessionable and poundable lagers to oak fermented saisons and sour beers. Uh, everything uh, anybody could ever want. And uh, free brewery tours on Saturdays. They're opening a second location this spring. Check out all the cool stuff. NishiminiCreekBrewing.com. Yeah, I can't wait for that uh that show man that's gonna be pretty yeah. rad i mean yeah. that's a lot of awards for people to win dude right and of, then, of good beer styles of good beers right and that was the other thing that kind of <laughs> turned me <laughs> on to it i was like wow you guys are kind of doing a lot and getting recognized for doing the things that other people kind of are ignoring which i really enjoy thank you yes yeah, yeah oh man thank you very much <clears throat> i'm actually trying to get jeremy out here for it but oh, i don't yeah. th- i don't think that'll happen No. But that'd be cool you should try harder I don't think I can. That's fair. Yeah, thank you. Uh, okay, let's do some beer news. Tasty, what do you think? You ready for some beer for news? All right. Let's, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, let's start with something fun, though. Oh. Uh, Budweiser, our friends at Yay. Budweiser. Yeah, well, for all you do, this uh, one's for you. <laughs> right. All uh, right. They're exploring how to brew beer on Mars.
6: You never know. It could be a beer shortage there. Hmm.
0: Let me say that again. Wait a second. Budweiser is exploring how to brew beer on Mars. Lowering their carbon footprint. (laughs) Right. Uh, Let's see. Uh, As scientists search for life on Mars and plot a way for people to live there in the future, Budweiser is hard at work, Warren, figuring out how to make life in space a little more fun. Because for all the people living on Mars right now. Uh, well, maybe they think uh, it's well, going to take that long to, it's like... It's a planning thing.
6: I mean, you got to plan right. how to make oh, vegetables okay. and how to, what to do with the piss and the shit and all that. Okay. <laughs> you know, you have <laughs> yeah. to, like, do all that stuff, and you got to get high, right? All that, the uh, all the animal piss? Yeah, you know, piss, so they got to learn yeah. how to grow weed and make beer.
5: Zero Gravity right. seems like a great place for a hazy beer... Maybe that's in all the New England IPA up
0: there. Let's do that. Then it'll never settle. New, right New Mars IPA. M N E N M IPA. Great. Right. Uh, apparently at South by Southwest Interactive in Austin, uh, Budweiser announced its plans to research and produce a microgravity beer on a panel moderated by the Martian Star. Kate Mara. I don't know. I don't know who these people are. Wait, what? They're discussing the future of, I don't know, it's, it's the article. I feel like I'm in a science Stupid. class. I, you, I think you might be. Um, they're discussing the future of space colonization. Okay, fine. Uh, uh-huh. And so uh, the VP of Budweiser um, and uh, the VP of Budweiser's marketing and oh, innovation Oh, it sounds team, like a marketing deal to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They outlined experiments and research that will go into this Martian beer. Apparently the biggest challenge of bringing beer in space is the lack of gravity. Yes. Uh, Centrifuge. Right. Right. So yeah, they say, uh-huh. uh, quote, when you're in a zero-gravity environment, a beverage with carbonation is going to be an issue. Oh, right. Right. Uh, and
6: in airplanes it is, too, like 35,000 feet. It's right. We talked yeah. about that last exactly. time, too, right? So imagine it being on another, uh, yeah. On another whole deal. Uh, however, Budweiser is researching
0: options to work with the microgravity environment that exists on Mars to develop beer that can be consumed there.
6: Maybe they can fix airplane beer. Right.
0: That'd be great. That would be great, right? Yeah. Uh, they say it's a Just dream that builds be off right our relentless focus on innovation. Relentless. Mm. <laughs> Listen to this quote. This relentless is, focus on marketing, dude. This is by this is by Richard. Uh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me, Ricardo Marquez, uh, which is the VP of Budweiser. He says, "Whoa, <laughs> this? okay."
6: Right,
0: he says, uh, "When we can enjoy a few ice cold buds on the red planet." That will be the moment when we can truly realize our dreams of space who's, colonization who's we? some mm. like
5: Hey, all Neighbors the other, all other fucking right. VPs of fucking marketing, man. Yeah. <laughs> Not when we get a
0: human to Mars.
5: Right. No. But once they can crack a nice, no bud, a nice cold bud,
0: We know that colonization of Mars could be a decade or two away, but we want to make what? sure that Budweiser is the beer that people are toasting with <laughs> on Mars when we get there. These
4: people are insane.
5: They're crazy uh, motherfuckers. Why don't they just create uh, artificial gravity like in Total Recall? I like Insights
6: Marketing campaign, campaign. Much more. It's more organic. It's right. Crazy.
0: Natural, you know, uh, Mars, speaking, of, come on. speaking of natural, um, you might have heard that there's a new planetary system that yes, was found, yes, found recently of, oh,
5: yes. with all the Earth. Yeah.
0: And yes. it was called the Trappist system. Yes, oh, it was. Yeah. yeah uh, and I thought it was kind of just this. It was a happy coincidence. Right. Apparently, the astronomers who found it, they named it the Trappist system because they're beer fans.
6: Oh. Uh, they're Americans? Beer fans? They're Belgians. They're Belgians. Oh, fine. <laughs> um, I had no <laughs> idea. Well, I thought it was like connoisseurs kind of here, but just yeah. regular people there. So. Right.
0: That's what I thought, too, right? Uh, just how a team of five Belgian scientists discovered one of the most remarkable planetary systems and named it after their favorite beer is a story of ingenuity, persistence, and luck. TRAPPIST-1 is the name of a system of seven Earth-sized planets orbiting a dwarf star, just 40 light years away. Three of the planets sit in the habitable zone uh, of their star, making it possible that they could support liquid water on the surface and sustain life. The researchers also... You
6: ne- have sex. That's all I want to know. <laughs> Probably. That's what matters.
0: <laughs> I, I, you know what? The human spirit will per, will okay, prevail funny. and conquer that boundary regardless
6: uh, of yeah, what it it's true. is. true. I get that. A lot of drive there.
0: Yeah. Uh, the researchers also nicknamed each exoplanet, those uh, that orbit stars outside our own solar system, after monastic trappist beers like Roquefort, Orval, and West Vleteren. Oh, they named it, too. Right? Yeah, cool. that's kind of cool, that's man. Uh, people remember it very well because the name is very peculiar and that it's linked to a Belgian project, said astronomer Emmanuel Yirin. Uh Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Travis beer bottles and exoplanet posters are proudly displayed inside team members' modest offices at the University of (laughs) Leroux. A small control room with four computers is used to monitor their telescopes thousands of miles away in Chile and Morocco. Wow. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of cool, man.
6: Yeah, I think they should get a, a couple tribute beers.
0: So why isn't Anheuser-Busch trying to brew beer on those planets? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They should, uh, they should uh, sponsor a, a yeah. Trappist monastery to go right. up there. And, it's uh, just water is one of them. Send a few monks over there. <laughs> I mean, right. Uh, this is kind of cool. Uh, um, when they discovered the planets, uh, not only were they able to confirm uh, their find, over the next year they discovered a staggering six more exoplanets co- closely orbiting the same star. Yeah. Um, this is uh, Guillaume, one, one of the teams. He says, I was dreaming of one planet, so when we saw two, it was becoming crazy. Three, totally crazy. And then in 2016, four, five, wow. It was like some fantasy, some kind of dream. It's like a cosmic joke. <laughs>
5: so when are we going to get there? Uh,
0: never. Oh, okay. It's going to take like 39. Oh, I guess we can travel there. If we could travel by the speed of light, it'd be like 39 years or something like that. Uh-huh. We're never. Right. Too, right. too much carbon in the It won't last that long. No. no. Um anyway, that's kinda cool. I like that. Uh, I thought it was just the Trappist system. I had you know for me as a beer guy, I'm like, oh right. that's a beer thing, but apparently it wasn't or apparently was, but I didn't think it was. Anyway, whatever. Right. You assume scientists are too smart for that. Right. Who's gonna be drinking fucking beer, dude? Right. Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> or these guys. Or take a guys?
6: bottle of schnapps or something.
0: Right, yeah, right. Like go, the Goldschläger system. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure that, would you know, the Jägermeister yeah.
6: Planetary, shit. the Grey Goose, <laughs> who drink Budweiser, <laughs> yeah, don't really? Know. The fucking Bartle and James system. <laughs> Thirty years now. That's going to be what you want to drink. Or yeah, what? come on. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder when like
0: uh, Coors or Budweiser are going to be sponsoring these fines, so then they can name these planetary uh, systems like the Zima uh, fucking system, or yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, this system's it's for Zima you. One. Yeah, be a Beechwood Four. Sounds great. <laughs> Beachwood aged. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, okay, so on a serious note, and this kind of will lump two stories into one, but I do kind of want to talk about it. Well, it's it's pretty got. interesting. Um, there's a brewery here in San Francisco called Speakeasy, and they've been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah, um, apparently, they're closing their doors. They're just shuttering the whole thing. Um, and this is from uh, Beer Scene Mag. And it's, it's interesting. They go, will 2017 be the year the bubble finally begins to burst? Uh, San Francisco's Speakeasy ales and lagers have been brewing beer since 1997, but today announced it had no choice but to cease operations. According to Speakeasy's founder and CEO, Forrest Gray, the brewery has worked with multiple... Oops multiple investment banking groups, and has numerous meetings. Uh, One fact has become central to the process, and that is the company is financially insolvent and requires new capital to move forward. Whether that will happen is unclear, but I do hope the brewery and brand will persist. Uh, there's a chance that Speakeasy will one day open again or fire up the brew house, uh, but one has to think that the odds are slim. The scene has become inundated with breweries and competition has never been tougher. The scene is only going to become even more flooded with dozens of breweries in the works in the Philadelphia region alone. I guess this guy's from Philly. Uh, with the majority of these breweries opening with small production focused on selling a majority of their beer on premise, it makes competition for production breweries even stiffer. So... I thought that was really interesting. Forrest's uh, quote, they're working with multiple investment banking groups and have had numerous meetings. Um, but if you go out, pretty much any, throw a rock in any bar in the area, you're going to find a speakeasy handle.
6: They got a lot of handles, right? A they lot have of the a, sports yeah. venues are in there. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. in Bell mm-hmm. Pack- Park or whatever. Yeah, sure. right. They've so, been around a long time. They have, a, And they've been they had a great focus on sales and so forth. But there's... Uh, Clearly, the overhead has uh, exceeded the uh, ability to get more capital to run it.
0: Yeah, and how does that... financial issues. Yeah, how does that... uh, Well, it's like any business.
6: You could could open up a pizza chain and uh, have a a business problem. I don't think it's associated with craft at all. I mean, they are... It's not a bubble. It's a bad business. uh, Business went bad. It could be a chicken processing plant or something.
5: They're operating in San Francisco mm-hmm. on the Peninsula. That's not a cheap place to run any kind of business. Well, no, a city, but but in the, in well South San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: they're in Hunters Point. That's Hunter's Point. pretty oh, okay.
6: cheap. I guess, yeah, I guess. but, but so labor—it's not cheap to have people work. No, yeah, you're right. In San right. Francisco, but they just fund some recent expansions. I know they put right. in a new brew house. Okay. Yes, put, in <laughs> they, they put, put, put in a packaging line. I guess they put in a tasting room. That's really nice. Really nice build out. Yeah. If you haven't been there. You should, well, it's too late now. Uh, <laughs> Too soon. You missed it. You missed it. They uh, they've, they've been some expansion, and unless you you know do those in a way that you they're going to have the like return on investment. Yeah, in a reasonable amount of time, you're going to get into the situation where you right. can't get the cooperage to expand, and, and then the banks are going like, well, you know, we can't give you any more money because you're not worth as much as you want. You know, we're not going to sign right. for it. Secure.
5: And I did hear a couple of the quotes made it seem like they were just saying we can't continue. Because of financial reasons, yeah. more more like a financing yeah. thing, where the, where the huge capital investment that they did recently just isn't coming to fruition in terms of adding mm-hmm. business that they were expecting it to,
0: and so they can't get more.
5: Right, exactly. So the bank's not going to give them a continuation. Yeah, yeah.
6: No, Out, was, time was, after time, they might for a little bit. If they made like, you know, if their beer lineup was like, uh, say, Russian River, I'd be I'd be sending them money right now. I'd. I'd, I'd Let's just buy the place because why not, right? Yeah. But you know their beers are not that. I'm right. not saying they're bad beers. I'm not saying that they have great beers and they have great followings. Yeah. And I've drank a lot of their beer and I've liked it a lot. Yeah. But I'm just saying they're not that kind of brand. Okay.
0: okay. All right. right. And, well, and I, I guess that was really the, the the question. Like you know, just because you see people have tap handles all over the place doesn't necessarily mean the cash flow coming in is enough to pay the right. bills. But it seems like how do you how do you get to that point in the first place? Well, it's
5: Well, they've been
0: around for so long they've had a long
5: time to grow and when they started in 97 the competition wasn't as heavy Mm. and so by the time the local competition i guess and even kind of outside competition pressing in they were already of a certain size where it's like well we have to keep growing at this rate in order to be viable ourselves but their 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 lineup maybe just wasn't varied or didn't hit the right marks to compete with all of the other thousands of breweries that have popped up since '97,
6: right? In my mind,
0: it's a
5: competition. No, upon
6: it. I mean, you look at the handles that they're on, the places that they're on at. Yeah. You go there, you see all these like more instances. New breweries got handles there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, where they may have three handles now, they only have two. That affects right. you know.
5: Oh yeah. So right. And, and the craft beer consumer now doesn't have brand loyalty.
6: No, they're, they're actually more loyal to, the, to the brand new guy. They want to try the oh, new they, guy. Yeah. yeah. They're
5: loyal to the tap they haven't seen, yes. more so yes. than a beer they've had before. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Well,
0: and so here's another brewery, uh, or uh, excuse me, another article about a brewery closing that I wanted to read because oh. I think it's sort of relevant, and I don't know. It might be, but we'll see. Um, this is from a brewery in Orange, uh, California, down in L.A. Um, Valiant Brewing. They announced on Sunday that it will soon close for good. Uh, this is from the uh, a press release from their website. They said, when we started this company, we made a strict personal decision. We never wanted to bring in investors. Maintaining full control of the company and what it represents is very important to us. The direction to have additional resources could have put Valiant on the road to greater success. But at what cost? That is the underlying question, and as such, both my wife and I made the choice that since we couldn't give up our company to investors, in addition of running short of funds to support our family, we've made the extremely hard decision that we need to find someone who would purchase our equipment before continuing and risking the chance of harming our family. This event has taken place and as such, after March 31st, 2017, Valiant Brewing will no longer be in business. So it sounds like they needed yeah. capital to expand and do the things, right. and they decided not to be indebted to anybody else, and potentially run into the problems that Speakeasy is having. I don't know. T- it's yeah. the opposite end of the spectrum. Right.
5: Essentially it's kind of one. Of, like lucky for Alon, right. he found a partner that was a finance guy. Yes. Because essentially from what I can take away from the Speakeasy situation and from what it sounds like here it's purely business organization and financial issues. Mm-hmm. You, you can't just and the idea is great of I want to own my own company and be the majority share. I don't have to answer anybody and no. all that stuff. But and it's a huge issue with the idea of promoting nano breweries and and what, whatever smaller than nano. There's now a new term. I forget what it is right now. But oh, um, um,
0: smaller uh, than nano. Uh, yeah, where you're it's just going like, out like a large homebrew
5: system. Like right. you're basically you got ten, a, yeah, you got a you 30 gallon. days. And you're yeah. <laughs> I thought <laughs> right. that was nano. I thought there's a smaller than and nano, there might be.
6: you're
5: like a right. But it's just you're never going to make money at that. It's no. not going to be financially viable, no. and you're going to get to a point where either you have to take on investors, yeah. or you make this decision and then realize that oh,
0: now we can't make it work. So you save I, I don't know twenty grand for a nano system or whatever, and you think that's going to be great, but you the money you're putting into it will never be exceeded by the money that you're
6: generating from it, and you're kind of just always going to be that way, right? You think well, oh, listen, well I'll
5: prove a concept, and then I'll be able to just get money. Yeah, well, that doesn't always happen. Well,
6: it can happen if you if you you say you you go out. Is it we we haven't. Uh, Establish that this is a nano at all, right? It could be no, no, right, no. Yeah, right, right, right. But I'm just saying right, right. the risk is with the small. That's a great example. Yeah. Smaller risk. All right. So, so you know, you, you start out and you start, you know, uh, open up a brewery, and then when you get to the point where you have to, you can't expand uh, because you can't get like five uh, percent money because money's ever been cheaper than it is now. As long as you have a balance sheet, you can show number operating numbers. Right. So if I can't believe that Valiant in this case. Couldn't show operating if they can't show operating numbers that would, would bank wouldn't give them money. Then I, I think I, they didn't have the numbers.
5: Well, they would need. I mean, typically you need at least ten percent, anywhere from ten percent to twenty five percent down payment. So they would need a pretty significant chunk of cash to even get or
6: value. They would put the company up against the loan, right? So if the company wasn't, 10%
5: yeah, percent of the loan, right? And with the craft beer scene growing so fast, so quickly, I could see some banks. If, if you haven't done it before or don't have any strong business experience. Oh, you don't experience. understand the concept. Right. Yeah. If, you're, if this is your first thing and you've been doing it for a couple of years, you're you're not a, a professional brewer well, or, or haven't experience. built other
6: businesses. But there's data about craft in general that's available to banks. Sure, right. And there's like some sort of like food
0: but, index. Oh, or, yeah. I'm sure in craft, the, the, brewer's,
5: like
6: li- like the brewers Association will star have Star rating or that. Or yeah. Yeah.
0: But I can right.
5: see banks not being <laughs> willing... To just cut anybody a check. No, no. They'll no. wait for someone to be like, oh, well, you actually have somebody that's built a brewery or worked at a larger brewery to what you're growing to. Or you have a and mm-hmm. l that shows yeah. a profit.
6: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
5: And so, so An thanks, ability to banks to pay are – I think banks who want to get into financing breweries are kind of maybe getting pick of the litter now and – Maybe not necessarily just cutting checks to everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, coming across these two stories, it to me it seems the market is tough. It's a lot harder than it was five years ago, right. and not everybody's going to make it for whatever reason. I mean, it sounds like Valiant didn't want to take on any investors. I don't see
6: a lot of failures,
0: do you? I don't. I don't really keep track of them, and I, I mean, think I think that's part of our. I the, think that's part of our industry is We don't really tout the failures. We tout the new brewery opening up or the, all the wards. But oh. I don't know how many so breweries you might
6: are be Yes, I think I, I think, think there, it's just think it oh, Yeah, yes.
0: because nobody talks about it Why? because because we don't want to talk about Nobody's it. Because we're, we're it. promoting. I never thought well, about I think they're it. collecting it, but I mean, I th- I've I th- seen in some numbers in Celebrator yeah. a lot. There's there, are, I would say every issue there's the closings. They always list the closing. I could be lying, but I don't get Name any like celebrator.
6: any like too many personal like. Oh, you know this kind. There, you know.
0: No, I agree. This is the person so for and, me. This is easy. But I live speakeasy. in a pretty big beer world here. Yes, I don't get a lot of that. But no, maybe.
6: But I'm not looking at the, the bigger world. Where right,
0: I'm, and for Speakeasy to close, that's the biggest that, one. Yeah, I think, in this right. area since Pyramid pulled out. You know, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Pyramid
5: essentially shut down. Yeah, most of its production outside of the craft brewers alliance
0: or whatever their organization is there. Yeah, So and, you know, I don't know if there's any answer or an appropriate question to even be asking. I just thought it was very interesting. Um, And it's, you know, these these two breweries, one that couldn't get enough funding and one that didn't want to get funding to stay open it and, sounds like
5: and that seemed kind of almost more of a personal choice of wanting to have control and yeah and, and that's what
0: they had said they're like this right. is a, this, from the beginning run. this is the personal choice right. that we made to never do this never yeah. go in debt never get investors right and uh we just we
6: can't but so i, I mean i guess the well, money you coming, do that if you if you make money to grow but yeah it's a really slow grow right
5: or if you already have a small fortune and, are well, and, to and, invest and there's the a in business
6: so you got to make a lot of it right Especially if multiple people involved, you have like a large volume of beer yeah. to make money. So, I mean, I, I mean, it's there.
5: just yes. It's, I mean, it's a great hobby, and it's really easy to get passionate about it. But when you're going to when you're going to open up a brewery, <laughs> you're, yeah, right. You're it's running a business now. It's you have to be. Yeah, you have
6: It all is a whole different.
0: Yeah, thing. Thing. it's not just about making beer, right? And and you know, part of that, uh, you know, talking about it is also just to bring it up to these people who who want to open a brewery that haven't thought about this. It's just because you're open and people are buying your beer, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to
6: win. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. That there's a whole right. side no. of it that you've got to figure out. 90% of the people voting on your beer don't know shit. So right. They right. Love it. Yeah, that, right. Don't take that personally.
0: <laughs> right. Um, anyway, that was beer news. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. sad beer wow. news. But, uh, right. you know, hopefully the speakeasy guys pull it out and, and stay around, man. Yeah. Um, Twitter game.
5: More. Oh, Let's right. Do Twitter
6: game.
0: Yeah. So... Uh,
5: we had quite a bit of responses, so I kind of picked out. I'm pretty sure all of us got one, and even Jay from the Rare uh, Sour Hour. Uh, oh, got, the Rare Sour Hour. Got a nomination. Really? Um, I did include two for Tasty because they're so good. Well, someone <laughs> because I posted the uh, Twitter game on Twitter before we talked about it. Yeah, and so someone did say Saint Tasty. <laughs> yeah saint of the of the low hug okay uh, patron saint of the low hug okay you so, think they copied us well yeah, no like it was we, we they tweeted it before we, before talked, we, even, about before it. Before we talked about it or even talked about oh okay so i, I that's okay. why i included it so we can count right. that one or there's another tasty one a if pretty we want easy, it easy
0: easy joke right. yeah yeah
5: his other one is good also so we can i have a strict of one entry per person <laughs> oh no it's not the same person okay it's good. just Two Tasty situation. gets
0: two
5: nominations. I get got it. Everyone I got else it. gets one. Right? All
0: right, let's hear more.
5: All right, so there Stop was that one. Around. There was that one that we might gloss over. Okay. Um, then we have uh, Gob, G-O-B, I guess. Uh, <laughs> All right. Nom- says, Are you sure? Yeah. It's, G- his it's probably Ben. Goob. And he just can't goob. see it. Goob. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh-huh. Uh, St. Doc says, uh, Protector of the tongue-tied knee-walking... Brew Crazy Toothless Wonders. Okay. (laughs) So it's a very specific group of people. Yeah, I don't understand that one. Um, Uh, I'm going to pass on that one. uh, Let's see. Ryan says, St. JP, the patron saint of disliking things. I love it already. You do? Sure. It sounds like you should. Who said that, Brian? Uh, Ryan. Ryan, same thing. Uh, Mark says, Jay from the Sour Hour is the patron saint of people...
0: Of people being interrupted by Jewish producers. (laughs) I've never heard an episode of The Sour Hour my entire life. I feel like this just is,
6: this should be the iTunes summary. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty much it every time. (laughs) (laughs) It's a co host thing, and you're like, Sour Beer Show, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, dude, bro. Okay, go ahead. All right, Matt says
5: uh, Bevo, patron saint of drunks. Let's see. Perverts and Perverts. imbeciles. All three. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Uh, Brian says, Justin will be the patron saint of vacations, <laughs> or Kim will be the patron saint of sexism. So I guess he kind of nominated two in one tweet. I don't hmm. know if that counts.
6: I'm
5: going to throw him out. Fuck okay. that way. Yeah, you don't get two.
0: He had a good one with Justin.
5: That right. was, he was on the he list. should have stopped there. Yeah. All right. Uh, no Beer Left Behind says, Beardy. Patron Saint of Sightless Brewers.
0: Okay, that's very uh, on I the Yeah,
5: I like that brand for that. Shit. Right, yeah. the, the blind, all the blind brewers out yeah, there. Yeah, like, you
6: know,
0: like, well, we you have mean, Blind Brewer in the chat room all the time, right? Right. There's, we have one. You
5: have one. Right, so I'm, his, I'm the saint for that guy. Whatever but, saints do awesome. Maybe. for those people. Um, well, they don't brew for him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, and then Brian with a B. Jesus Christ, how many fucking Brian Ryans do we have? I don't know. Uh, this one's Brian Beaver. Okay. Uh, this is the other tasty one. Tasty. Patron saint of the midday nap and defining <laughs> biotransformation.
0: Defining <laughs>
6: biotransformation.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like that. I'll um, put that on the list. Why not? Yeah. That's it. Okay. That was it. Wow. We kind of did all get one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's the ones that I had, and you guys can add one if you want. Uh, I had Ryan for St. JP, because uh, obviously you have a big ego. Um, Matt for uh, St. Bevo of imbeciles or whatever. Oh, yeah, drunks, yeah. perverts, and imbeciles. Uh, no beer, uh, St. Beardy for fucking blind people. Uh, and then Brian, uh, St. Tasty for whatever he did. The midday nap. The midday other, nap. And the other
6: one was... And the
1: Scott uh, one.
0: Oh, you want to oh, put that one, too? Which Yeah, St. J. Yeah. Oh,
5: yeah. yeah Who said that? Uh, Mark, Mark. Mark Wilson.
6: Oh, I got a big rise out of that one, frankly.
0: Yeah. St. Jay. I forgot about that
5: yeah. one. Patron H- Saint H- of people H- being interrupted by Jewish
0: producers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, vote on your favorites. Uh, Beg, which was your favorite? The St. J. All right. Tasty? Yeah. Well, that yeah, might you'd like win. That one? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, Mark, you win. Hey, Mark Wilson. St. J. He is the nicest
5: one of us, I think. So, <laughs> yes. he,
0: when, he when you retweet that, are you going to retweet the winner?
5: Yeah, I usually do. You should
0: tag Brer Barrel in it. Okay. That way Jay yeah. will see it. Way to go, Jay. You're a saint now. <laughs>
5: yeah, you, God well, bless you, my friend. You have friend. to be dead first, so you will be a saint.
0: You will be saint, yes. You yeah. will be... Uh, can, can, it's just, it's you, a matter of time. Whenever well. you're ready. It's You'll exist in, in Cantonese? Is that what it is? Is that, I think that's what canonized is. is yeah. When you get translated. To, to Cantonese. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Um... Okay, well, that was good, Warren. Yeah, Thank so, you very much. Right, I appreciate that. You you, and uh, all the people at Beer Law Center are welcome for that. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Beer Law Center, for uh, providing us with that, that segment. We really appreciate it. Um, also, thanks to the folks at Drake's for, uh, you know... For being around still and for expanding, <laughs> they're moving into Sacramento region. And oh, yeah. uh, they're, they're pushing all their great beer all along California. Uh, we love it. So if you're in town, uh, grab some Drake's. 1500 is a personal favorite of everybody here on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Uh, if you're in San Leandro, hit up Drake's. If you're uh, in soon-to-be Sacramento, do that. If you're in Oakland, they have the dealership. Hit up Drake's there, too. And uh, eat some food and drink some beer and uh, figure out uh, you know what Drake's is all about, man. You won't be. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Are we done? Is that it? I think so. Oh shit! Um, do you not have the plugs? I
5: could do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to twist your arm or anything, Lauren. It's fine. It's fine.
5: Yeah. It's, it's fine. No, no. Everything, it's fine. Everything is great over here. Yeah.
0: And very organized. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to thank Alon from Insight Brewing. Yeah, uh, the beers were all. great. I can't wait to, to, to give the leftovers to the staff.
6: Yeah, meet the medium yeah. in Minneapolis. They won't be getting any be of the
0: coffee. Uh, no, that shit's gone. Yeah, she gone. yeah that, that's uh, that's that's actually I have a little yeah,
6: bit of Bevo loved that beer. It didn't get
0: on the air, but she did.
5: I really did. That that was my jam.
0: It's not jam, Bevo. it's beer.
2: Oh! I'm gonna
0: figure it out. That's why I won't spread on your toast.
3: It'll soak in.
0: That's true. Yeah, that'll be cool. I do. I, we should hit him up, Bev. Whenever we find out what's happening with BNA12. Um,
2: yeah, for sure. Which, no, I definitely de- want to go there. Yeah,
0: determine when we get into town because if there's a BNA12, it will probably be on Wednesday, which means we got to be in town Tuesday.
2: I don't think so. I think things are changing this year. I think oh, really. I think it's Thursday. I, don't it quote was
0: me. Thursday, don't, but I think it's going back to Wednesday because they they weren't.
2: Don't quote me on that, but yeah. I'm. From what to I be decided, to be
0: decided, to, TBD, TBD, bro.
2: Thank you.
6: Yes. Yeah. Isn't it determined? Just if you if you think you, anymore, know, you, you know or don't know, no, okay. is what we need to get on to listen, right, right. But in order for people to make their travel sooner, the better. So uh, we need better. to let them know when they yeah. Office. Well, I'll tell you what.
0: Just to be safe, show up Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday, we'll hang out. <laughs> yeah, right.
6: Hey, we can hang with us. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll Go tell you what. Go to
0: Insight Brewing. Go to Insight Brewing, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> I'll meet you there. Yeah, well, maybe what we should do is this. Like, just plan on, well, I don't know. If, if we don't have BNA 12 for whatever reason, maybe we just have a random meetup. Like, hey, we're going to be drinking at whatever the fuck. Exactly. <laughs> and just come over and hang out.
6: Drinking, smoking the weed. Either
0: way, we'll see you guys. Don't Either worry way, about it. We'll be there. And uh, <clears> warrant. You don't know
5: that for sure, right? Well, even if I'm there, I won't be seeing them. Oh gosh. Well, remember? I'm wah, the patron saint of blind people. Yeah <laughs> later. Blind Brewers. I get it.
2: Can you read Braille?
0: Nope. <laughs> I'm illiterate.
4: <laughs> Idiot.
0: The illiterate blind person. God. Can you read Braille? Oh hey, that hissing in my headphones just went away. Yeah. Well, it was Bev talking. Oh. Okay. Oh, here she is again. Oh, it is Bev. Yeah. Okay, now she's done now she's done talking. There she's talking again. <laughs>
4: hate <laughs> you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, are we ready, Warren? This, uh, sure, yes. <laughs> this bit is running definitely. Long. All right. Uh, again, thank you, Alana. I appreciate it. We're definitely going to hit you up. Thank you to uh, all our sponsors for hanging out with us and uh, supporting radio like this. Thanks to our listeners, everyone in the chat room for hanging out and having fun. And uh, Warren, yes, thank you for the words you're about to say. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get
5: absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. We talked to Alon from Insight Brewing, who shared some stories of an imaginary brewmaster and some fantastic beer. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcasts and go over to beersuppodcast.com as JP, Terrence, Bebo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Go check out Moscow's hop cartoons over at hoplifestore.com. And get on Twitter for some good beer insight and homebrew info. Follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDull at Tasty McDee, JP at Major Jip, and Warren is stuck over at Another Beardy, and even Bevo, the great Beverly, is crushing cyberspace at Bevo One. Today's show was produced by Bevo. Your host has been JP, and please follow the Brewing Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I like how you and and
0: please. You almost, like,
5: yeah, for the love of God yeah. So you say drink responsibly
6: all right thanks everybody great as his